from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, Nintendo has officially killed the new Super Mario Brothers name. Thank God. I have never seen so many t-shirts with slogans on them in one place in my life. Yes, new Super Mario Brothers is dead, and that's wonderful. Get a jump on that one too. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 376. You're here, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about Nintendo Directs that come out like a day before they happen. Like, what the fuck? Like, just out of nowhere, Nintendo Direct. I guess we'll talk about it in a second. We are your hosts. I'm Trey WarriorWare Party Johnson. I'm Jeremy Shrine Fiend Mikowski. And I'm John Elephantitis Knitter. Like Mario. Yeah, the, there was a direct. It, it's weird because Nintendo. If you remember, Nintendo said they weren't going to have a June Direct. Like, they they weren't going to have a E3 Direct. Oh, they said that? They told a fib. They, they did. They totally did. And then, here we are. <laughs> I, I, there was there were huge rumors all over the place on Twitter, like, people saying that they claimed that, you know, there's going to be a Direct on Wednesday. And I'm like, no fucking way. Like, it's Monday. They haven't said anything. And it got announced on Tuesday, and it's like 40-minute Direct. And I was like, what? What the fuck? Like, yeah, out of, out of nowhere. And I was like, okay. Yeah, because it was weird, because yeah, they said they weren't going to do any E3 stuff, and here they are doing E3 stuff. Only two of us made bingo cards. Uh, actually, I think, John, you probably did better than I did, because I, I did not do well at all on my bingo card. I think I got six things, right? Yeah, I, th- I think I, I got about the same. Because no, you had some things on there that I didn't, that, that got, that happened, so I thought maybe you, you did better. But yeah, I, I did better than my normal like, three. So usually I get like three, but today I did pretty well. There were a lot of things I thought were like a, you know, like a hundred percent thing that just didn't even happen. Like, uh, like everybody's one, two switch, one, two switch. I guess there was already a really terrible trailer about it. So, uh, they didn't put oh, that. That trailer was awful. Yeah. It was, it was, it was awful. And they basically took the most weird. annoying people, the, the most annoying hundred people and stuck them in a room and, and filmed it for two minutes. Go, go watch this, this trailer for an example of just how, how weird, uh, Nintendo marketing can be. It seems it it seems almost like that the purportedly they, they 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 brought in a bunch of influencers from all over the world to Tokyo. Like I said, most showed them the people. game. They all, they all played the game together. Yep. But in effect, it, it kind of seems like they're actors. Honestly, like everybody was dialed up to eleven. Yeah, the entire thing <laughs> very intense. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, no one in their right minds has this actual reaction to to you know, the sequel to One Two Switch. I guess if I was like wined and dined and flown to Tokyo, you know, maybe I'd be more excited about it. But it it's it's it, it borders on like I think it was it was maybe staged. I don't know. It just seems that way. Yeah, it was really. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's been that that like into one two switch. Like they were like running their hearts out like for the fake running game or whatever. It was really very much like. Yeah, it it seemed it seemed incredibly fake, and everybody was really annoying. And I was like, I hate all of this video. I don't ever want to watch it again. <laughs> and then, like halfway in, they announced that 
you can actually play this game with a hundred people, you know, akin to like the Jackbox games on your phone and all that stuff. Yeah, you but know, locally play on your phone and jump. But uh, I think a hundred is like the sum total of the people who are going to play this game. So good luck getting them all together. <laughs> yeah, it, but but locally, like, how does that work? Like, you, you need a place that can fit a hundred people. Yeah, just rent a dance hall yeah. <laughs> and you're good to go. Yeah, right. It's weird. It's really weird because, you know, as we'll get to it in the direct, like, WarioWare is kind of a similar thing, but I felt like it did it much better like than uh, than 1-2-Switch did. You know, WarioWare uh, Move It or whatever it's called, which I'm, actually, it, yeah. I'm actually excited about. Back to, back to Shake It, you know, one of the better WarioWare games. Or, uh, I mean, it reminded me of Smooth Moves also, which is one of my favorites, the, the Wii game. You know, which had a lot of had a lot. Oh, of I, I guess I was I was confused. Yet yeah, there there was one called Shake It, right? That's on the on the DS or something. Well, there was Twisted. There's WarioWare Twisted, which was a which was a Game Boy oh. game that had motion in it. And then there was, I guess I was thinking of Smooth War, yeah, WarioWare Touched was the was the DS one. So I don't know. Actually, you know, I think you're thinking about Wario Land Shake It, which was just oh, a Wario, right. or Wario World Shake It or whatever it was. It was a Wii game. Where you'd shake, where you shake the controller to have like Wario uh, coins shake, come out of yeah. it, yeah. So yeah, there was that. Um, yeah, I guess uh, other stuff that I was disappointed that didn't happen. I was really surprised that AEW Fight Forever wasn't on there. It's like, come on, there's like a week left. <laughs> like, there's like a week and a day until it comes out. Like, we were just uh, Jeremy How and I. Topical would it be too? Yeah, Jeremy and I. We were at. I was gonna say this. I was, I was gonna mention in the Slack. It's like, what? What a great fucking day. I got to. Jeremy's here. I got to go to a wrestling thing. There was a direct. Like, what more do you want? I guess John could be here too, and, that, and that'd be cool. But yeah, we went to we went to see uh, bad. went to go see Dynamite and Rampage. At uh, as you can hear, my voice is dead because I've been you know. And the what's the other one? Ring shouting. of Power or Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor. Yeah, there was a big Ring of Arm Ring of Honor match at the end, which they own now too. But yeah, it was great. Uh, I hope you had a good time, even though it was. I did, even though you didn't really know what was going on. I had but. no fucking clue what was going on, but it, it was fun. <laughs> I I knew a little bit from the uh. I knew a little bit from the uh, what the video you sent me, so I knew about the tag team bat battle thingy and the, the sort of the animosity between them. But uh, yeah, there's one where the, the where the guy uh, said like, "You are no longer my friend." Yeah, <laughs> like the most serious like. I don't know. I lost it. I was laughing so hard when, yeah, on that part of the video. Yeah, I watched it. It, it. I just basically sent him like a road to Chicago video that was like four minutes long. And it's just like lit, lit up. It was giving kind of the backstory on two of two of the main matches. What they actually cranked out at the very beginning of the show. And one of the matches was an out of ring match. And it was happening right next to us, which was pretty fucking cool. Like we were on the top. We were on the very top in the accessible area. And uh, yeah, they were fighting like right behind us. Like, yeah, we were like, by this. <laughs> There was a, you know, there's a bunch of food vendors all around the, um, the perimeter of the the stadium, and there was like one hot dog stand that I, we walked by a few times. And yeah, they had a fake food, hot dog like, stand. Why are there just hot dogs laying out, you know, already like made? And I remember thinking that was a little odd, but then we found out. Yeah. Then we found out. Yeah, that was the one we were sitting right by, and it, it ended up being a prop. Yeah, I did. I didn't think about that. I was like, yeah, why are there why are there meals and why is there like a rope around it? And I was just like, yeah, whatever. But then, but then. Uh, one of the security people were like, "Hey, you, you got to. We need to scoot your. We need to scoot your seats over." And I'm like, "Okay." Like they're like, "We need. We need something to come in here." And he's like, "It won't. It won't be for the whole time. Just we need to scoot you over." And I'm like, "Okay." And then they scooted us over so they could have a security person like next to us. And then the match happened like right behind me. I was like, "Holy shit!" There's Mark Briscoe. I was like, "Oh, there's fucking Jeff Jarrett." Which I've seen Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett's house. He's from Hendersonville, where where Jess is from, Tennessee. So. 
I sent I sent Jess some videos. I was like, "Hey, Jeff Jarrett's right. It's right next to us. He's, he's beating the shit out of Mark Briscoe, like right here." It was and they like, and they like went down the they went down the stairs and yeah, there were the stairs right by us, like the aisle that we were on. Yeah, they like threw him into the. They like threw hot dogs at each other, and they like flew everywhere, and they squirted like ketchup mustard, mustard and yeah. ketchup in oh, each other's nice. eyes and all this shit. It was ridiculous. And there was a nice. ladder too. Like he climbed up the ladder, and they broke the tables back there. It was great. Yeah, they were throwing everybody into everything, and it was right there. And and they're like, you know, people are walking, holding lights like next to them so they can shoot it. And there's this whole like they had multiple cord wranglers par- parade of people like, like following. You can them. tell yeah. they're frantic that the cords are get caught on stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, it, it was I, awesome. I didn't, I knew they were having a concession stand brawl or whatever, but I had no idea it was going to be right next to us. So that was pretty awesome. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, well, it they mentioned it. They mentioned it. Side I went note. fight or flight and I ran away. <laughs> side note. But they did do, uh, they did do their regular AEW stream, uh, and, and they announced characters that we kind of already knew were in there. It's, uh, it was Miro, Anoj, CM Punk, CM Punk's back now, which we did see him tonight for a second. He came out, uh. Who else? Oh, Malachi Black. He was he was on there too. But uh, one thing that was interesting about the AEW that has to do with the direct is that when the Hardy Boys, the Hardys came out, uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy, um, the video that showed of them on the Titantron or the big uh, screen behind them was actually the video game versions of them from AEW Fight Forever. So that was kind of cool. It was either cool or Uncanny Valley scary. It was kind of weird, but I, I recognized <laughs> it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's they're showing footage from AEW Fight Forever." Like instead of showing them actually wrestling, they're showing footage from the video game. You know, while they're doing their uh, and then it their showed intro, their because there's like different and screens and where the bottom two screens had their avatar from the game and yeah, had, had their video game avatar. That's cool. Did the game have a big presence at the show yeah. since it's coming out so soon? They showed, they, yeah, they showed a lot of commercials for it. Or they all of the all of the character trailers that that came out today in the stream, like they showed all those again. So, and every and ever since the date has been announced, it's on the screens. Like when you turn the show on, it says AW Fight Forever coming out uh, June twenty eighth. So there they're signs up they're definitely it. pushing it. And if you watch it on TV, there's a little ad in the corner that says coming out soon and all that. So yeah, they're trying to push it. I when I was watching the stream. Also, I had two streams. I watched watched the direct, and I went back to bed for an hour, and then I got up and watched the AW thing. But Evil Uno was saying, uh, was answering questions, and somebody was asking if they would sell the game at events, and he said he wasn't sure. I'd be surprised if they didn't actually, because they sell they sell toys there and stuff. You know, people would probably want to get it signed by whomever. Well, they sell signed toys for like a hundred dollars, but they sell regular toys now too. Mm-hmm. But yes, but yeah, stuff like that. Anyway, it was not on the direct. I thought it would be because it was so soon, but whatever. It's it's weird that it wasn't there. Uh, Persona Three Reload, which was announced for Xbox and PlayStation, but they didn't say it wasn't coming to Switch. I was I was so like determined that it was going to be on the direct, but it was not, and I was kind of sad it wasn't there. I should have just put Persona because they had a Persona Five Tactica game on there instead. Like Biting Kaidos Two, One and Two. I thought that get mentioned. It wasn't. Uh, I think all of us had this on our on our bingo, but uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom DLC. Like that's kind yeah. of something I thought would happen. I mean, I guess you could count uh, Amiibo as DLC, right? <laughs> Manually downloadable content. Yeah, the, those new those new Amiibo do look sick, though. I think they look cool. Hopefully, I can find them. I've never seen the the regular Link Amiibo for Tears of the Kingdom, so whatever. And yeah, like uh, other stuff that we had talked to Joel and Alex about, like that I thought we would see, like Mortal Kombat One. Well, I guess Fae Farm and Sonic Superstars were there, but. Stuff like that. I, I put Metroid just in itself because I thought we'd see like Metroid Prime Two or something like that. I was really hoping for that, but no. Or like Sea of Stars and East Ten and yeah, I thought Sea of Stars for sure. I thought uh, Splatoon Three DLC, which 
we got, we, we got an announcement of the Splatfest, but not really DLC. But they said there's going to be a new level included in the Splatfest or something. But I, I don't think that's really... I wouldn't count that as DLC. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk coming out around the corner. That was not mentioned. Mario Super Sluggers. There was a rumor that there's going to be the Mario baseball game uh, coming out soon. And, and, and that did not show. We, we we did still get a lot of Mario though. We got a lot of Mario, just not. We did a lot of Mario, just not Mario uh, Sluggers. It was like your Mario all over again. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a shit ton of Mario. Yeah, and no love for gimmick. Gimmick coming out and yeah, like two gimmicks weeks. a couple weeks away too. Yeah. We didn't even get a montage this time. It was kind of unusual. No, yeah, yeah. no montage of things coming soon. Weird. Yeah, like the Prince of Persia game, like that was that was at Summerfest. I thought we might see that. Uh, I was like, new 64 game, new GBA game, nothing like that. Story of Seasons, Wonderful Life, that's coming out in a couple we- in like a week too. Yeah, a lot of stuff that I I put a uh, Metaphor Refantasio, Re which is actually a pers- made by the creators of Persona, except it's in a science fiction world. I was hoping to see that one. That was my like out there one. That I didn't think we would see. And, oh yeah, and, and no cloud games. That was another one. I thought I'd have a. Sh- I thought I'd have an automatic one for putting a cloud game in there because I thought that maybe Resident Evil Remake might come to Switch or something like that. I don't know. But nothing, nothing like that. I did have the first two correct. So I I, I came out like swinging at the beginning or like whatever. I was I was doing really good at the beginning, but then everything kind of dropped off after that. So the so the direct starts with Pokemon Scarlet Violet DLC. That was on my bingo card. So I was like, hey. You know, uh, the hidden treasure of Area Zero. Uh, this characters are wearing a bunch of masks. I think they're selling it for like thirty-five dollars. Is what it shows on the. That's expensive. I mean, for two, it's for two DLCs. I think they sold okay, the true. two for for Sword and Shield for like forty, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Jeremy bought it, so it was like, you know. bit, yeah, I think it was cheaper to buy both. Yeah. So there was that. Um, yeah, it's a it, even though you can't. You can't pre-order the DLC on the eShop. You can only pre-order the game with the DLC, which I thought was weird. So you can't actually weird. look at how much it is. But if you take it apart, you can tell because it's, it's they're selling it like ninety four ninety nine, and I was like, all right, okay, that's sixty plus thirty four. But since it's DLC, so you don't have to is. worry about not being able to find it somewhere. True, true that. What it what it is strange that they're not going to fix anything about the game. They're just going to release more shit for it. They might, maybe they'll try to. I don't know. I love the game. Don't get me wrong. I, I loved mean, it. I, I loved it too. I played it, even though it was, it was super, super broken, it. but it was fun. It was. I liked the characters and I liked the open world and all that. Then after that, Sonic, Sonic Superstars. Uh, that was one I figured would happen because, like I said, we just talked to Joel and Alex about it from Summer Game Fest, and uh, you know more stuff for that. I'm excited about that game. I know they were kind of down on it, but I still think it looks cool. It kind of seems like the like the a dream game for a Sonic fan. Like you could play multiple people at the same time and going back to the original design. Yeah, well, yeah four, and, four players. All the characters are in there that are, that that we want to play, except for Big the Cat. <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted to play as Big the Cat. I do. I like fishing with him in Sonic Frontiers. That was fun. But uh, yeah, we got we got Amy, we got Knuckles, we got Tails. They're all in there. They got powers. I don't know. I'm still interested in that game. Like I'll be, you know, I'm I'm on the I'm on the side of wanting to get it when it comes out. So, and I think it looks nice. You know, I like I like the new art style. You always give something about Palia. Palia, I don't know what this. Is. It's a free to play uh, farming cozy game. I guess. Oh, it's free. At least there's only like what two farming sims in this one. You know, that's a good. Hey, good, uh, farming games are good though. <laughs> you yeah, like, you like them. You like. Uh, I like farming. Actually, games. I think. Uh, well, the one that they mentioned later. I'm actually really excited about Fae Farm. I think it's going to be solid, and it's exclusive too to Switch. So, 
So there you go. Palia free-to-play kind of looked like Fortnite with farming, I guess is what I got from it. Farmlight. But I don't care. I probably won't play it. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica. Like I said, uh, I was really hoping for Persona 3 Reload, but this is what we got. And this one was already announced for Switch. So I was just like... But people who like uh, like turn-based strategy, turn strategy stuff, it looks cool. It's like, how many sequels can we make to Persona 5? Uh, we have uh, we, we have the... The Musou game, and now we have this too. So, for all the Persona 5 fans, you get that. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, Myth Force, I actually kind of thought was sort of cool looking. Just because it's like a first-person shooter, um, roguelite co-op thing that kind of has a Saturday morning flair to it. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm into them first-person shooters, so I thought it looked kind of neat. Yeah, they, they kept uh, saying that this is, like, inspired by Saturday morning cartoons. Personally, I didn't think the visuals really succeeded in evoking saturday morning cartoons they looked kind of cell shaded i guess but oh it looks super cell shaded yeah. it looked like uh, kind of it kind of reminded yeah. me of um of dra- what dragon's lair was yeah so sort I of looking that. like yeah there was mention of that on uh, I, I watched the switch up did like a 10 minute recap of the direct that i watched uh while i was eating lunch and yeah he said the same thing that it looked like dragon's lair and i, I felt like some of the notes in there like kind of reminiscent of uh i don't know which uh saturday morning cartoon theme song but there was some stuff in there that i Reminded me of other things, so there you go. But I mean, it, I don't know. I like first-person shooters. It, it looks it really cool. Like just visually, I'm I'm interested in what it has to offer. Because if it's a shitty game, the visuals you get you'll get over them. But I, I still thought they it looked really cool. Like just it's been a while since someone's pushed the cell shaded thing. I guess I guess Tears of the Kingdom's cell shaded to a certain extent, but, mm, but yeah, to kind, really kind push of. it to where it's trying to look like a cartoon, I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, moving on from there, uh, Splatfest, vanilla, strawberry, mint, chocolate chip. <laughs> yeah. Can we one, choose neither? This one was kind of like, uh, yeah, it was weird. It's like no chocolate in there. No rum raisin? <laughs> yeah, they almost went with the Neapolitan, but they didn't. Vanilla, strawberry, and then where it's supposed to be chocolate, not mint chocolate chip. Yeah, fuck mint chocolate chip. Or, well, fuck mint. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hater on mint. I think mint sucks, so. Get that. I know a lot of people like that like shit, but, it, but it's chip. gross. Get it out of here. I think I would go with mint chocolate chip, one of those three. I've, I've, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm vanilla. vanilla yeah. I'm, I'm basic here. I'm going to go with well, vanilla. Well, here's the thing about vanilla. You can put mixers in it. I it's, like, it's I like vanilla canvas. a lot, actually. I like vanilla flavor. We were, t- we, Justin and I were talking about this the other day in a conversation about wedding cake, because we just went to a wedding thing. But uh, that, like, uh, they were saying, like, you know, chocolate cake is only good, like, sometimes. But you can, but, but, uh. Vanilla can be can still be good even if it's kind of if it's kind of shitty. Especially I'm, I'm super par- I'm super super paraphrasing it, but that's true. Sometimes you, know. you just can't take the richness of chocolate. You're just not in the mood for it. But vanilla, you can have it anytime. Yep, I like vanilla. Vanilla's good. I have a bottle of vanilla extract in my spice cabinet. If I end up uh, playing the Splatfest, I will be on Team Vanilla. Yeah, makes sense. This this next one was something that we had on our bingo cards for many times, and then we completely this forgot. Gave up completely on forgot it. about it. Uh, Detective Pikachu two <laughs> <laughs> out from the ashes. I did find it kind of weird that it had so much Pokemon stuff in here because normally they save those yeah. for like Pokemon Presents no, and I that agree. sort of thing. But uh, Detective Pikachu, I mean, you you know, you would like you would probably like this game, John. It's a point and click game. Yeah, it's more point you know? and click. Right? It's a point and click detective game. There's no RPG ness to it whatsoever. Wasn't so. a sequel in, or, or were there two for the 3ds? There was a sequel announced, uh, but then nothing really came of it. They said okay, they were making so that's another what this one. Is. I think, right? I was trying to find because I, I watched a video that said that it was a, that said it was a remake of 
of a second one, but I was like, I don't think there ever was a second one. I just, I feel like Unless they just, Japan they just said it was going to happen and then it just didn't. So, but there you go. I mean, I like the first one on 3DS, so I'm in, you know, I'm into it. I like the movie with Rai Rai, Ren Ren. With, uh, just, Justice Smith. Is that what you're talking about? The actor? He was in, uh, he was in the, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, if you I didn't, if you that. didn't recognize good him. Movie. He, was, he was in there. I hear good things. I was like, who is that guy? I recognize him. I was like, oh yeah, Detective Pikachu. There he is. And he's not re- he's not related to Will Smith. <laughs> it just, uh, I, I think it says that on his Twitter that he's like, I'm not related to Will Smith just because my last name is Smith. Don't think that. But yeah, no, Detective Pikachu. Uh, welcome. Am welcome I right back. that this did not have a release date mentioned? I don't think it did. It's just like it's just kind of like really after all this time, you're just going to bring it out again and with no release date. Oh no, it, it actually does have a, a date. It's October sixth of this okay. year. I just want to double check. October 6th. We, yeah, October sixth. Uh, apparently, October, October is, is pretty. Be, it's pretty October, crowded. November, according to this direct, <laughs> is going to be stacked. It's be a little October, crowded. November. That's like like the way we like are. it. This uh, this next one, I thought you would be into, Jeremy. Uh, uh, Super Mario RPG remake. What do you What do you think about that? Gino, Gino lives. Why? Gino is back. It. Why? <laughs> you called it. Was it because of the rumors? Like I, I, I saw the because rumors, and I, there was a, there was a rumor of a beloved Super Nintendo game being remade, and I thought, what have people been asking for? And uh, that was the only one, really. I've played it so. That's much. not the only one. <laughs> people ask for many. Super if it's not a new game. Well, people ask for a lot of fundamentally, stuff. Fundamentally, then I don't. That was the most vocal. I think. From what I saw on Twitter, actually, a lot of people were some somehow people were thinking that Chrono Trigger was getting remade, and I was like, really? And I just yeah. couldn't really find. Well, don't forget about you know the whole Chrono Cross thing that came. It seemed like it would never happen, and then it did. Well, Chrono Cross, yeah, it did come out, but uh, I mean, I was just I didn't. I didn't really find any evidence to it, so that's why I didn't put it on my bingo card, because I was like, "What? Is, where is this coming from? I feel like somebody just kind of said that out of nowhere. But yeah, Chrono Trigger was trending for a while, for like a, the past few days, because people thought it was going to be that. And I didn't really even think that it would happen. But here, yeah, here we are. And and it's, I don't know, it, it still has that, that isometric view that I don't like, but I, I'll, I'll give it a try again. I'll give the game a try again. The characters look kind of weird. They look smushed. They're like little tiny chibi, but they look kind of look kind of squished, right? They don't look like right. as tall as they normally would be. I thought the design was kind of a little weird on it, actually. It's not quite as toy like, but it is a similar thing to what they did with Link's Awakening. Um, sure, right. That's why I'm kind of just I, I have played that. I, it was a fun experience, but as a full price game, I don't know. I probably should have just replayed the Game Boy game. But uh, for, in this case, I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna have to be see something really compelling. I know there it looks like there's fully animated cutscenes and stuff, so that'll probably be cool. But I don't know. I loved using my imagination in the old one, you know, the RPG style. Like it was fine. Uh Yokoshimamura is actually remixing the, the soundtrack and that's as well. Fine. So, so that's, that's a, good. So that's, that's a, a big that's a big thing. It's a so huge you, plus. So Yokoshimamura is like actually hands on with it. So that's but cool. I don't need to buy the game to listen to the soundtrack. I'll I can find it somewhere else. But th- Yeah, I already have my, uh, I have my a computer. Feeling, I have a feeling I'll end up getting it because the hype's gonna gonna win me over at the end, but at the moment I'm just like, why? Really? Did you really need to I just- thought you'd be really excited about it because you cause you like it so much. <sighs> I do like it, but I, I like the game and I can just play the game. Not it's on already not, on the not, not on Switch you can't. It's not on Switch. It's not on, Switch, on Switch, but never, 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 never came out on Nintendo SNES Switch Online. Classic, and I also have it on the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah, but it was not. It never came to Switch. Probably because I used they to have this Super Nintendo, but I sold it when I sold all my. But it, yeah, it was on. Uh, it was on Wii. And, it was on Wii and Wii U and the 
the classic, but not anything else from there. So, which everybody thought was kind of weird, and it was also like, uh, yeah, I, I think I think there's going to be something else tacked onto it because yeah, it does seem kind of yeah. like a high price for what it is, and I think we're going to hear about it later, like a few months. Also, down noticed the road. that it was just called Super Mario RPG, not Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. So like there must be they must be doing something a little hmm. different with it really if they've yeah I mean I, I thought the game looked very similar like like you could see parts of it played out that you would recognize from the game but but I'm I'm well especially having played it as much as I have I recognized everything it just looked like yeah it was I like, mean I recognized all the parts I haven't re- played as much as you do but I know like I was like oh yeah I know that part I know that part you know mm-hmm. yeah so I mean. But I I expect they got us they got us tack something onto it because yeah it does seem a little high for even though I understand yeah they redid all of the graphics like it's all like built from the ground up uh, polygon and all that they should do Frog Fuchsia's quest where you like do like him as a kid they could bring back that one mar that one um game that Link's Awakening is based off of the Frog game that never came out here oh yeah the for whom f- the bell the, tolls the I think Frog tolls or whatever yeah it's called. Uh, they they should just have you play that Beetle game and it's like a uh, it's like a whole extra levels. The one where you, you can only play it with the uh, Amiibo VR because, or yeah, the uh, Labo <laughs> VR because it's like just super duper updated that much. Yeah, I, I don't might know. be convinced to get this game. Who knows? We'll see. You could tr- you could try it. When it comes to RPGs, it's one of the least RPG of the RPGs. Yeah, it's the right. most action. It, it's it fun- is turn based, but it was funny that they it's got they call it, they they called it action. Yeah. They called it an action RPG, and I was like. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Actually, it's not an action RPG. It's not. It's just a turn-based RPG with action commands, is yeah. what I would say. Well, there's action in the interface of it, like, in, like, uh, you do still, like, find hidden blocks, and you do, like, some sure. platforming and stuff like that. It's about as action-y as you can get from a turn-based game. And, yeah, if you jump on characters, you can, uh, you can knock some hit points off, you know, in the, mm-hmm. you know, when you started, that sort of thing. It's basically what, you you know, it was the beginning of, uh, the better games, uh, Mario, Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi. But, yeah, that's that. I would like to see a remake of one of those. <laughs> I mean, m- mostly Mario Luigi. It's one of the best those, games those are the best ones. on the Super Nintendo, in my opinion, and it's got just a legendary soundtrack. It, so. does, it does have a great soundtrack. I hope Q-Lex is still in there from from the Final oh, Fantasy. Oh, I bet if Q-Lex is in there, whoa, what they make it look like? Final Fantasy 16 or something? That'd be funny. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it turns into Devil May Cry. It's like, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, we can move on from that one. Um, uh, Princess Peach has her own game again. And it's uh, you only see a little bit of it, and we really don't know what it is. Is it emotion based? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yes. She kind of walks. She's there. on a stage. She's performing mm. something. She kind of walks back and forth, like sort of like uh, beat him up, like in in and out of the of the background or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. There's like a thing where like she like changes a cardboard background or something like that, and and there's like a different dress that kind of looks like uh, Rosalina or something like that. Also, they didn't give it a name. It's not called Super Princess Peach 2. It's just called... So they might be going with a whole new direction. It's just called Untitled Peach Game. <laughs> Princess Peach <laughs> Game. So, yeah, w- when I saw it and when I saw her change clothes, I was like, oh, no, don't make it like a style-savvy game or something. I don't know. That seems kind of seems kind of sexist, sexist, I guess. I mean, I told Jess about it, and they were like, uh, it better not be a fucking cooking game. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a like, garden I don't know. They game. didn't really see any. They didn't you really just garden flowers and... And uh, and make cakes for Mario. <laughs> that flower game was fun. The Street Pass game, the one where you where you'd have guests uh, water your flowers. 
After that, uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is getting a re-release on Switch. Uh, I, when I, right when I saw it, I was like, oh no, not the first one, because I just played through Luigi's Mansion 1 on 3DS. I bought it like when the 3DS eShop was going down. I was like, oh, don't do this to me. But it's been a while since I played Luigi's Mansion 2 Dark Moon, and I liked it a lot on 3DS, so I'll, I'll double dip on that. I think a lot of people <clears throat> will get their first chance to play it this way, too. I love those, I love those Luigi Mansions games, so keep them coming. I will, I will buy them. I am the mark for these. Just sell them to me. I will get them. They're wonderful. Well, Luigi's Mansion 3 is really, really good. Yeah, so Luigi's Mansion 3 was so people good. People will probably want to play this one. Yeah. That's, I would, that's, yeah, that game, like, really, I mean, I've loved Luigi's Mansion for a while, but 3 really blew me out of the water. Like, seriously, it really blew me away. Like, because it's, yeah, it's, they did so much amazing things with it, like how crazy the different le- the different levels of one hotel was. Like, they just kind of went, like, balls to the wall with that game, and it was really, really cool. Batman Arkham Trilogy, didn't you have this on your bingo card, John? All the, yep. Yeah, I, I'd forgotten about that's been this one. one. Of ones that's just been on my <laughs> list for the last three directs because there was a rumor like last summer or something that this was coming. I thought for sure last summer that direct, oh yeah, it's going to be on there, and it wasn't. And I, so I knew it was coming at some point. But now I can finally take it off my direct. Did you? Uh, did you? Card. Did you play? Did either of you play any of the Arkham games? A nope. little bit. I. It, they just really weren't my cup of tea. Oh, uh, I, th- I thought. Aside from, I kind of had my own problems with. Arkham Asylum, just because you fight Bane about 10,000 times in that game, and then you fight Joker Bane at the end, too. Spoilers. So I thought some of the I thought some of the boss stuff was kind of a little repetitive, but like the pacing in the story I thought was incredible. And of course, I think if you're a Batman fan and you haven't played it, you should. Also, it's like, can't we, you know, we have the, the people from the original uh, cartoon. You know, we have uh, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy doing the voices, which they do a really incredible job of. And I think Paul Dini did the, wrote it too, even. So, who wrote the, you know, the animated series. So, I was saying, if you haven't played it, you should play it. It's basically like Metroid. It's basically like Metroid with Batman. It's Batman Metroidvania. Is what I would how I would describe it. Batman 3D Metroidvania uh, with combat, with a sort of complicated combat, but not annoying combat. I don't know. I thought it was. I I had a great time. I played through Batman Arkham Asylum twice. I played it on 360 because Conan lent me lent me his. Uh, 360 and then i bought it again later when i bought a ps3 and played it again so uh played it twice so obviously i aside from joker bane i didn't completely hate it i thought it was i thought it was pretty fun and i played through arkham city as well and never played arkham knight so i might i might dive back into that but it like i said if anybody likes batman check it out i'll get this at some point they're great games they're, they're very they're very good they're done very well at least the first two were i thought i never played the third one but now i can on switch so, hooray. You know, uh, the third one was originally going to be, they were going to put it on Wii U, but uh, the Wii U could not handle it at the time. So that's why I didn't make it. I read a whole, a whole like, interview with them about it. They were they did try to make a Wii U version of Arkham Knight, but they just couldn't get it to run well enough. So it got canned. I just remember a lot of being on top of gargoyles. And being I mean, like, this is kind of boring. They just keep having me getting on top of gargoyles and looking at stuff. Well, yeah, you kind of walk around. Uh, it, ha- it has its own, like, uh, sneakiness to it. Like, uh, you know, where you kind of like, you know, you, you stay above and there's like a detective vision where you can kind of like see where everybody's bodies are and you kind of drop down and grab them and, you know, sort of like, uh, I don't know, kind of like Hitman in a way, but but from the ceiling gargoyles that you can get on. I mean, Arkham Asylum, you're actually not in Gotham City. You're in Arkham Asylum the whole time. But it's part of Gotham City. But so I don't remember if there being gargoyles there. I mean, (laughs) is the prison not part of Gotham City? It's on an island. It's it's on an island away from the, oh, the really? city. Yeah, Arkham, oh. Arkham 
That's it's unincorporated. Well, you can I've see been exposed. Copy. You don't know your Batman geography, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. I need to study my Marvel universe better. I played through the game. <laughs> I played through the game, so I know. Well, there's a whole part about uh, you know, Batman's like about the Batcave not being connected because they're on an island, but Batman has his own mini Batcave in there that you get into. I don't know. It was. I thought it was a rad game. Like, I think you should. He's got his own little like Batman microcosm. Fans, check it out. Batcave. Yeah, I'll definitely get it at some point. I don't know if I'll, I'll get it right away at full price, but this strikes me as a game that'll be on sale, you know, within six months. Sure, and it's uh, it does it's like fall of twenty twenty three, so it'll come out later this year. Uh, cool, more old ass games for the Switch. I'm just kidding. It's actually good. Like, <laughs> just put everything on the Switch. I'm I'm definitely a fan of that. Do you remember what Gloomhaven was? No, because I haven't seen it the direct all the way through. Spoilers. I, I've gone through it and I've seen. Enough of it that I have a general idea, but yeah, I it, don't remember what Gloom Heaven was. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy uh, worked at uh, worked at work earlier and then drove straight to Chicago so we could go see wrestling. So yeah, you haven't had t- time to do I anything else. <laughs> this is, yes. uh, Gloom Haven, yeah, it looks like a I don't know dungeon crawly esque RPG. I really wasn't obviously based I don't, on a board game. I don't remember anything about it, so it definitely oh, didn't really. Yeah. It didn't really. Or if it's anything like that, um, Warhammer game that everybody's thinking is cool. Baldur's Gate. Warhammer. Oh, Warhammer the the first person shooter is great. I like that. Yeah, it was kind of. I was just. I was just like, hey, whatever. What's the next thing? And the next thing. Next wh- thing is another. <laughs> it's <a> just Dance <laughs> 2024. You're excited that you moved right on to that, huh? I, I, I kind of felt dumb for not putting this on my bingo card either, because I feel like we see Just Dance in, almost, in a, in a good good percentage of the, a fairly high percentage of these uh I'm actually surprised directs, they still so. do an annual Just Dance. I figured by now they would have just moved to the subscription model, like, completely. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they got to sell those Wii versions. They, yeah. they got to keep, they got to release 2024 on Wii, because <laughs> people are still buying it for that. So, you know. <laughs> They were like the last ones to make Wii games, right? Still, they, there's probably a Wii U version of it or something. Yeah, this one was like, hey, oh yeah, there's Just Dance again. I don't, I know Shauna plays that game. I, she I do did. Not she hasn't played play it in it. a while. But yeah, that was part of her were uh, workout routine. Yeah, it was just kind of like, all right, yeah, there it is. Uh, cool. Um, don't care. Uh, next, Silent Hope. Next, please. Oh yeah, Silent Hope. Uh, so I didn't really think much about this game at first, but. I just realized we so were. Is at, this like a more like hopeful version of Silent Hill? Well, while we while we we're at the wrestling thing, I actually uh, jumped on Twitter for a second, and um, the Silent Hope game actually takes place in the world of of um, Rune Factory. <laughs> it's actually a part of the Rune oh, Factory universe. Game? So yeah, no, Nats- Natsume does. Uh, the story of seasons, not Rune Factory. Okay, Rune Factory is marvelous, but no, I just I just caught that that yeah, it takes place within the Rune Factory world. So I'm like, okay, well, weird. I didn't I didn't know that, but I guess that makes it a little more intriguing. I guess to me, I mean, I never really got any of the Rune Factory ones, but I'm still trying. Damn it, <laughs> I'll find one that I like eventually. But I don't know. It, it looks, you know, it's like uh, it's like uh, it looked okay. Maybe I'll I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try it whenever it comes. What's out. the one? I have some three, kind of thing about the. About the heroes not talking. Yeah, yeah. Like the silent, nobody silent, in this world talks. So silent protagonist. Like, hey, what if we make Link everybody? Yeah, I mean, oh, I kind of, I kind of like that. I mean, well, they make they make good indies that have like no dialogue in them. You know, yeah. like the what was it, Blanc or what Blanc or whatever it's called. Like Eco. had like no had no speech in it. You know, yeah, Eco had like grunts and stuff. But yeah, it's a, I don't know. I, I I like the idea of it. I think it looks fine for what it is. And of course, there's farming in that too. 
There's no dialogue in an IKEA like uh, instruction manual. It's just pictures. <laughs> yeah, and I have all these extra pieces. That's all we need. Fay Farm. Uh, moving on to another farming game, uh, Fay Farm. I'm actually very excited about Fay Farm. I watched. Uh, they did like an in-depth uh, preview. Switch Up did, and I think it looks great. So I mean, is this uh... it's basically a. It's like a you know a Stardew Valley style thing, but it's actually got more to it. It's tra- it has a little bit more to it than Stardew Valley, just because it has like deeper uh, dungeons and adventure aspects aside from the farming. Oh, and and you don't. It, and some of it's changed. Like you don't like. Uh, you know, you don't grab your crops and then just, like, put it in a box and then somebody actually sells it for you. You actually have to make, like, a stand that you will, you know, that you put out to try mm-hmm. to get people to sell stuff. So they, they've they they've done stuff to make it different from the from your regular, like, you know, Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon, Story of Seasons type of thing. And I've actually been very psyched, psyched about this one. I think it looks great. It's a Nintendo exclusive, Nintendo Switch exclusive, which is great. So I think it's cool. It's making me think of that game Dan was telling me, my friend Dan was telling me about, uh, where you go fishing... At night, and then you, and during the day, you sell the fish. Like you have to run up, you have to run like a stand to sell off the fish. But at night, it's like haunt. It's like haunted fishing, scary fishing. Wait, like that game that that we played? It's not that game. It's a different game. But it was the first time I heard about scary fishing, and I was like, you know what would be scary fishing at night in real life? It's probably scary. Like that game that I can't think of right now, which was one of my favorite games of the year. I can't Dredge. remember the name of it. Dredge, yeah. Yeah, Dredge is scary fishing at night, and I love that game. That's that's a great game. Um, yeah, no, Fay Farm looks cool. Uh, it's coming out in September eighth. September eighth, yeah. Then there's Hot Wheels. That one's actually on my radar. Yeah, Hot Wheels got like leaked, right? Like that it was there was a sequel. I feel like the first one didn't come out that long ago, but I think it was. It was at I least think it was two a year ago. ago, or maybe two years ago, yeah. but. I don't know. I, I I liked the other one for a time. You know, I didn't play it a whole lot, but I had a it good time with it. And you, and you re- played it too. I remember I played it here before we went to. Yeah, you you played it here at the before we went to uh, MGC. So it was probably two years ago. Yep. I liked the first one. I thought the second one looked intriguing. You can, I like the first you, one. You can make your own race tracks and stuff. It pretty. It kind of looks a lot like the other one, but. You know, I guess that's not necessarily a bad thing. Is that October 19th? Yeah, another October release there. Mr. And there's uh, Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope DLC. It's called The Last Spark Hunter. Yeah. I heard that game was good. Uh, I'm not really a big uh, strategy person. Also, I don't like the rabbits. So. Yeah. The <laughs> so. CEO came out this week and said that they should have waited uh, to release this game on, on the Switch successor because this game did not sell well. Yeah, it was. It may. I think. It, I also kind of thought maybe it was a little too quick to to jump back on the the rabbits thing because I feel like I also think Ubisoft's kind of. I didn't think it sold that well to begin with. Not had the best going yeah. on in their whole PR yeah. situation for a while now, and like they crank out games real fast, but then they also put them on disc heavy discount like really quick as well. Yeah, that that's actually. Yeah, you're right. right. I think that's a people to just wait for it. Exactly. Because I think they sold uh, the first one for like as low as like six bucks or something like that. So it's like, why buy it right. new? You can just wait. I mean, mm. it's been it's been on sale for hat. It's been fifty percent off like a lot. Like I've seen it on sale for thirty a lot. You know, so I think it's on sale for thirty right now actually. So, but I, I heard it was the second one was better, but. You know, whatever it was when they were saying that they should have waited till the next console. Some people were like, "Oh, does that mean that the next console is coming soon?" Or whatever that they accidentally said yeah. whatever about it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Sparks. I also Hope, think DLC, that the, the whatever pool of people who were excited for Mario to meet the Rabbids was pretty small, <laughs> and that, that 
pool has been satiated already by the first game. It's so they weird. Like, oh yeah. my god, I need more of that. Well, right. also, not to mention Mario having I mean, guns. Probably the same people that like the Mario movie, to be honest. I mean, do, I mean, don't forget, like Mario has fucking handguns in this game. Like, yeah, it's like okay. Like I remember when I saw that, I was like, I mean, I bought it, but I was like, it's I more I like no Mario with handguns just doesn't seem right to me. I'm sorry. It's more like Metroid Prime style blaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but what like a no? I mean, it's he's still like holding it. It's not like a hand cannon thing. I guess like in some ways it is. I mean, the dude's from Brooklyn. <laughs> he's got a piece. We should move on to the next thing, which is actually my favorite thing from the whole uh, thing. This is my number one uh, out of however many there are that we will say. My favorite thing from the Direct is Dragon Quest Monsters. Hey! Dragon hey, Quest surprise. Monsters, welcome back. I'm excited. Uh, Dragon Quest Monsters is basically Dragon Quest version of Pokemon, and uh, the monsters in Dragon Quest are my favorite. It's pretty rad, and this is a full-on Switch exclusive as well, and I, I'm loving this whole, like, Dragon Quest exclusive. Like, we got Dragon Quest Treasures last year was an exclusive as well. That was in my top five. Yeah, I'm excited about Dragon this Dragon Quest game. 9. I would, lo- I would love to see, um, you know, Square Enix basically do a better Pokemon than Pokemon did with their own uh, Akiri Toriyama, you know, Dragon Quest Pokemon. They, are, they, they made a bunch of Dragon Quest Monsters game. Actually, uh, I bought the final... Dragon Quest Monsters game while I was in Japan, and I didn't realize that the 3DS was region locked, so I can't play it. But I did get it uh, for cheap at Book Off while we were in Japan, and I have a Dragon Quest Monsters three or whatever it was on 3DS, the one that came out there but didn't come out here. But I'm excited about it. Yeah, uh, collect those first. Won- collect those wonderful monsters. Yeah, December first too. I think that was around when Treasures came out too. I think that was the early December release. And don't forget, we also have the Adventures of Die game. Uh, that has to do with the Dragon Quest uh, anime. That's I think it's out for PlayStation already, and it's going to come to Switch soon. I was trying to poke poking around online earlier before Jeremy got here to try to find it, and yeah, two Dragon Quest games in one in one year. I'm interested right. in the crossbreeding of the different types of monsters because Pokemon didn't let you do that, as far as I know, unless there was one of the weird Game Boy ones I never played that did. But yeah, it lets you like combine a freaking like slime and a and a bat. And, you get a slat or whatever. <laughs> I, I want to combine a, a, a slime and a golem, like something that has like slalom. That, that has like the the a you slalom. know the most like slimy non-thick skin versus like the fucking rock dude. <laughs> you know, I, I want I want to see what comes. Is, is it just somewhere in between? It's just like solid, but not like it's like a rock covered in like mossy goop. Gross shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a rock underneath. Like if you step on a rock in a pond, it's all slimy. Ew, gross, slippery. Yeah, that's what it's like. Slippery rock pond. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, I think it looks. I think it looks great. I, I love those Dragon Quest monsters. They they are wonderful. So, and 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 it was just it was just announced not that long ago that they were doing one, and I didn't expect it to like come out this year. So, pretty pretty cool. And it looks really Pikmin good. 4. Pretty dope. But what also looks good is Pikmin Four, which we know is coming out in July, July twenty first. I feel like I knew there was going to be a Pikmin 4 after Pikmin 3 came out. I was like, they're definitely going to do a Pikmin 4. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know... Uh, I called it way back then. Miyamoto, didn't he say Pikmin 4 was done for years, like way back when, and we finally got to see it? So so I have to ask you, John, uh, yep. was there a full four minutes of Pikmin 4? Because I saw there that, that, full four minutes, that, that yep. was on your... Did you time it? I hope you timed it on your yeah, on the, phone. Um, it was... A, I timed it. I started it a little late, but I timed it at, at least three forty, and you know, I I must have uh, I must have started it about thirty seconds into the actual thing. 
But yeah, there's at least four minutes on there. Yeah, I was curious. I was like, I didn't time it myself, but I was like, is it, I was like, do we have? That, a, I put that on my bingo card. Four? That's why. Yeah, that, I said four minutes on my coverage. bingo card, and yes. Oh, you said four minutes of Pikmin Four, really? Yes, yeah, because they already specifically, said. Yeah. <laughs> they already said Pikmin Four was going to be in there, so I was you're just getting too close. Much. You're getting too close to the fire. <laughs> if you're going to burn yourself. <laughs> you know what's happening. The sun is going to. You're Icarus. You're going to burn yourself in the sun and fall down to earth. No, there was there was some cool stuff shown. New things of Pikmin Four that we haven't seen yet. Um, now there are ghost Pikmin called glow Pikmin and you can finally, mm. you can finally survive in the night. This is the first Pikmin United to ever let you not die when it turns dark. Yeah. You can actually f- defeat monsters at night, which is great. That's a new thing. But that's they, never get, they go into some sort of frenzy mode, right? They're a lot harder at night. I don't know. And well, the, the glow Pikmin, the ghost Pikmin are only usable at night as well. But I think the, I did watch the Pikmin thingy, and I think that the maybe it's not all enemies, but maybe it's just certain enemies are affected by the night and they become more sure. difficult. So maybe they move quicker, or they're they have like higher HP or some shit. It's like New York or something. It's like New York. The rats at night are, will kick yeah. your ass. They or or punch here you in the fucking face. Or here, the the rats are pretty scary here. There's underground levels in this one too. Yeah, so it's getting its own depths. And well, um, Pikmin too. For GameCube head depths, by the way. Um, no, it's it was bringing back uh, stuff from my favorite Pikmin game, which I may or may not have bought today. But um, yeah, no, it's a yeah, no, I love the dungeons of Pikmin too because the time does not pass while you're in the dungeons. You have unlimited time to be down there, which was really cool. So it was basically yeah, it was its own depths dungeon thing. Actually, the depths of Tears of the Kingdom reminded me of Pikmin too, and not and not vice versa. So, oh, and 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 I thought you would like this, John. And and I love it as well. They showed some footage of Pikmin also being in a house, being a little tiny person inside of a house, much like Chibi Robo, which I love that sort of shit. Or like, like Tiny Kin, love that game too. Yeah, I love those games where you're a little person walking around a giant house. It's fucking yeah. great. So I'm very excited about that of, of Pikmin doing that. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like games All that right. successfully play with a sense of scale like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had heard a rumor of that that they were doing like we could go inside of like a human's house, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sign me up for that. Let's go. I'm into it. Let's do it. I'm excited." What kind of strange you got name do they have too? for a house? Because they call like they have so much weird names for everything. Like, what would they call a house? Like a gigantic cave or something? Oh yeah, because they because they like rename all of the fruits mm-hmm. and stuff, which I thought that was really funny. Like I always loved the, the descriptions of everything. Uh, also, there's a there's like a two player. There's going to be some two player co op. Uh, you you will find um, other Pikmin, uh, whatever er, other space members that are knocked out, and you can rescue them. and And there's like an evil uh, Captain Olimar type thing or whatever, where you have to like where there's uh, things where whoever you know collects the most treasures in a, in a limited amount of time. Like there's a back and forth thing like that. So it looks like there's going to be some cool like uh, co op uh, multiplayer, um, you know. That sort of thing. So, and you get to see more of that cute little dog floating around on the on the water, float around with you. I'm I'm psyched actually. I think I think it looks great. I'm uh been pushing for Pikmin for a while, and hopefully Pikmin will finally get its day. And to make sure that they did that, they re-released Pikmin one and two today. Hey, there's my GameCube re-release of of every direct that will hopefully happen forever. And I yeah, I bought Pikmin one and two. I told that. Nice. Can I, told I borrow your copy so I can delete your file again? Yeah, I thought about that when I was playing because I played Pikmin One. Uh, I picked, I played it while I was watching the uh, the AEW stream, and I was going to go back to bed for another hour, 
But I stayed up and played Pikmin One because it's fun, and I, you know, it's it's a great game. It looks really nice. It's an H fully, it's an HD version. You know, they they've kind of uh, reworked a little bit of the of the controls to make it a little more like, um, you know, uh, quality of life stuff like that, like that sort of thing. And yeah, it's great. I was curious if they had the the pointer controls from like the the remake from the Wii. I don't think so. As far as I know, I only pl- I played it handheld and then I played it on the TV. So I I don't know, but I don't I don't think I think it's its own thing because it looks much nicer than the Wii one did. Like it's it's obviously fully HD now. Like everything's kind of it doesn't look as good as Pikmin Four, but everything looks nicer. Everything's smoothed out. Like it looks looks good. Looks nice. And I like those games a lot. So I'm happy. Before to I get any of these, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play Pikmin Three, which I own on the Wii U and have barely touched. You should play. I, I thought about doing because uh, Pikmin One's not very long. Like if you you know because you only have thirty days to complete it if you don't. If you don't put your ship back together by 30 days, you get a game over. So that's a. There's different endings. There's three different endings, I think. But I don't think I ever got the one where I collected everything because John deleted my game. <laughs> so uh, I could go back and uh, and try to get that uh, the true ending. Because the last thing you have to get is a safe. And it's a really difficult boss that you have to get through to get to get the safe. And you basically you get back, but you but you're rich when you get back to your planet. So. But yeah, those games are super charming. They're they're very fun. So you know, check them out. And it's a, it, you can buy them together separately. They're thirty dollars each if you buy them separately. If you buy them together, they're twenty five. So it's fifty for both. So I thought I thought it was a fine deal for two GameCube games, and I can add it to my collection of GameCube, PlayStation Two, Xbox folder, which is pretty large actually on the Switch because I love those games. That's my favorite generation of any generation. It's the GameCube, PS Two, Xbox times. Speaking of that. Metal Gear Solid yeah. Master Collection Volume 1. I was excited about this because I've never played any of these games. Oh. This will be my chance to dive in. Oh, I was excited about this, too, because it was yeah, it was announced on one of the PlayStation things or something like that. Uh, it's, it is a shame that, uh, that Twin Snakes isn't on here just because of it being an, you know, a remake for GameCube that was, only, that was only on Nintendo. But I've never played through the PlayStation version of Metal Gear Solid 1. I've only played Metal Gear Solid 1 Twin Snakes, so that gives me a reason to go back and play that. And, you know, for a long amount of time, Metal Gear Solid 3 was probably one of my favorite games ever. Like, I remember when John had a 24-hour video game party. Mm-hmm. You asked me what my top five favorite games of all time were, and I think my number five was... Metal Gear Solid 3, because that game really blew me away. I was I was going to have... I was planned for the longest time that I was going to get a tattoo of Metal Gear Solid 3 on my arm. Of Snake, like, under the tree, but the tree looks like Big Boss or whatever. Or whatever, the, the boss lady that's in there. I was... I love that game so much. And I should play it again and see if it's if I love it as much as I did when I played it before. But no, I... I yeah, I thought it was incredible. It was definitely my favorite Metal Gear Solid 3, and... I was never able to get the 3D Metal Gear Solid on 3DS because they pulled it from the eShop, and it's a million dollars if you try to buy it physical. But, yeah, I'm in. And I never beat 2 either. Never beat Metal Gear Solid 2 either. Just 2's to, the only one I ever beat. Yeah. And I couldn't get wow. through it because Raiden sucks. Like, who wants to play as Raiden? Everybody wanted to be Snake, and they take Snake away from you so quickly. It's like, what the fuck? You've also got the NES ones on there. That's, that's cool. Yeah, well, it has... Uh, there, there's the NES one... But the I forget what it is because uh, the one because there's the, the NES like one the, the NES one is shitty but it has the good yeah. Metal Gear one and two like the C- on there the ZX Spectrum M- or MS, like it's that, like MSX yeah. or something like that but these games were actually on uh, Metal Gear Solid three subsistence on PlayStation okay. two which I have 
But it's cool that they included it in there. Which is yeah. like the director's cut version of... Yeah, Subsistence was the director's cut. But they also included those original MSX uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid games. Or Metal, Metal Gear Solid wasn't there yet. It was just called Gear. But those those games have like really insane plots for like for what they are. Like those original Metal Gear games. And everything Solid is all based off of the events that happened in that first Metal Gear game. Was Kojima part of those? or was, Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He was, yeah, Kojima yeah. did all of them. He like apparently well, well, no I think it was Metal Gear Solid One that he put everything together in Legos like he he built the he built the levels in Legos before before he made the game which I thought was pretty rad but no I'm I'm excited Solid. about that yeah finally we get to see uh, Snake on Switch again and not and not just in uh, Smash Brothers but yeah uh, another one for October Reggie Jackson you can also over buy here. The, you can also buy them separately but no uh, it, people are wondering. What will be the fate of Metal Gear Solid Four? Because as of right now, you can only play it on PlayStation Three, I think. So maybe they should re-release that somewhere. Well, this is a Volume One, so they're obviously yeah. intending to do more. I hope so. Uh, this this little game that uh, Jeremy has played and a lot of people have played and love and considered say that and it's they're making really great. a TV show based off of it. Vampire Survivors mm-hmm. finally coming to Switch. I, it might be I thought this was going to be a day. I thought this was going to be a, a shadow drop, but. Same. Not coming out till August seventeenth, and it's got to be like five dollars or three dollars or something, right? Like these games are, or weren't they like free on PC or whatever? It was, um, I think it was three dollars on Steam, and I definitely got my three bucks out of it. And then it was a, did I pay for it on? It was on mobile too, right? When it came I thought out that on mobile, was a couple dollars. I think it was. I think it was the no. I think it's um free on mobile, but you have to watch an ad. To get like an extra life or something like that. Like they, they do some sort of like you get extra items if you watch an ad or it's game over, which is how that game is. So like you can play longer if you watch an ad. Sounds like a lot of mobile games. Yeah, and I I hate the controls, so I don't play it on mobile. But uh this this one's gonna have some multiplayer. Four four player multiplayer. I'm really interested in this game. Apparently from what I heard, uh the people who designed it uh, they've made they would they made like uh, pachinko machines like gambling mm-hmm. machines like that so that's why it's so addictive because they're used to making things to that entice people to keep playing games forever and from what I heard if you're good enough at it you pretty much don't have to play at all right you just yep. move around and it pretty much plays for plays on its own right it automates itself to a certain extent yeah correct but yeah if it's a couple bucks I, I should try it because I know people have said that it's like game of the year um it's fun. I, I played a lot of it, and then I one day I just was done with it. <clears throat> um, you can cross this sense. next one off my list. I had a big <laughs> pigeon-based uh, music rhythm game, so we'll we'll scratch that one off. Oh, uh, Headbangers Rhythm Royale. This one isn't even on the list. <laughs> it was so scratched off the list that it didn't even make it onto our list. I just remember them making uh, jokes about like saying coup instead of cool or whatever. And the first thing I thought of was like how Jeremy get how annoyed Jeremy gets by the indie directs, and and it sounded like all of a sudden they brought the indie direct person here to talk about the huh? the pigeon whatever the fuck it is. Oh, the the how peppy they are and excited sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and with the bad puns, and they're like, hey, uh, is this a coup game? Oh yeah, no, this is the one Kunita. that it's like a. Yeah, it's it's like kind it's a whatever massive Small, mu- massive multiplayer. Uh, rhythm yeah, game thing play. uh i don't know it looked like something i'll play like Seems for one ratchet. for one day and then not play it again probably so i don't know penny's big breakaway 
Actually, this one, platformer. this one's on my list too because uh, yeah. this was made by the people who made Sonic Mania. If you remember that game, yeah, which was a cool very game. good game, and this looks like a real solid 3D platformer. And uh, I like those games, and there aren't enough of them out there. And I thought this one looked really solid. I would definitely put this in my top five as well. So it's like a 3D platformer adventure kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks great. Penny is the name of the character. Or is it an actual penny? It's Penny from Pee Wee's Playhouse. You remember her? That's is it really? A, no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great though? <laughs> I really thought it was going to be that when you said No, it's that. a it's a it's a character. I'm playing it right now. Uh, it's a character okay. with a yo-yo, and you can kind of like grab things and swing around uh-huh. with yo-yos. There's a Sultan and boxers. It looks it looks cool. Like I, I think it looks real. It looks real smooth. Uh, yeah, you can you can ride you can ride yo-yos. There's a lot of some penguins. Uh, you can you can move a ball around and hit people. Kind of reminded me of uh, the design of uh, Knights, you know, the second sure, game, Knights of Dreams. Yeah, yeah, it's got a, it's got a little bit of a familiarity from. Uh, from Part of it reminded me a little of Indiana Jones, where that big ball's chasing you. <laughs> yeah, I thought it looked cool. Penny's big breakaway. Yeah, no, that that one's definitely on my list. Uh, I'm interested in that. Uh, what's next? Um, Mario Kart Eight got Deluxe Wave Five. This this one was on my bingo card. Um, yep. I figured we hadn't heard we hadn't heard from Mario Kart Eight in a while, so I was excited about it, and I was also excited, and I told Jess about it that you get to race through a bathtub because Jess is a huge yeah, is bathtub so person, <laughs> and I was like, hey, like, we can race through bathtubs; it's awesome. And they were super into it, so yeah. This is like a random bathroom, like uh, out of all the things you could possibly imagine in the Mario universe, this fantastical universe. We're just gonna go race around a bathroom with like soap and. Shampoo. What did I say earlier about how much I love games where you're a little, where you're a little person in a giant house, and here we are, Mario Kart Eight, race, racing through a giant bathtub. John, technically, sign, you could sign me up. Play this game. This What's little, that? You just set up your Mario Kart uh, the AR one you have in your bathroom. That's true. Just I mean, go if around in my bathroom. If there's water in your tub, though, it would destroy it, and it would not work. Yeah, you got to use virtual water. <laughs> they sell that at Walmart now. Uh, but uh, we got we got some new characters coming in. Uh, Peeny. Pr- Peeny. <laughs> Penny, Petey, Piranha, uh, Wiggler, and Kamek. Or I think they said comic, whatever. But uh, yeah, Pocus, Pocus. Comic from, uh, from yeah, he was in Mario Kart Tour. We hate Kamek. Cam- no, no, this is a no Kamek house. We hate that guy. Get like him out of here. Uh, <laughs> he's always really annoying in the Yoshi games because he's like the main bad guy on that. But no, yeah, more, uh, more Mario Kart DLC. And I think there's a total of six waves, right? So we're almost at the end of it here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's supposed to come out in summer, which is now. So who <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just, why didn't they just give a date? It's June. How more summer can you get? This is the summer, the summer is summer that's ever summered right now is this time. All right. Star Ocean. Number two, second story. I thought this one looked kind of cool, Arr. just because of the 2D, 3D. This is the one that's about pirates, right? Uh, 2D HD. Star Arr. Ocean. Star oh. story. Arr. I mean, the first, uh, I mean, it's the sec- Star Ocean, the first game that came out for Super Famicom and not Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. is available on Switch already. You can play it. And I thought it was actually really cool. I really enjoyed it. It reminded me of Star Trek, which was cool. I wonder if this is the one that was the ROM I could ever get to work on the Super Nintendo. Maybe when I would try to download when I would try to download it because it's like there's a Star Ocean game that was like a later release, and uh, on the in the life of the Super Nintendo, and none of the ROMs ever worked on any of the emulators I had. Well, now you can play it legally on uh, on Switch. Well, if that's what this is, and I don't it's two it it's two D HD, which is cool. Um, eh. Uh, 
One thing has, speaking moving. speaking of uh, Star Trek, uh, it has the same font as Star Trek Next Generation. So I was like, okay. oh, hey, I recognize that. So there you go. Uh, this is another one in my top five. The next thing, WarioWare Move It. Basically showing up, like we said earlier, definitely showing up everybody's 1-2-Switch because it looks way cooler. It looks more fun. Looks like there's a Mario. That's probably exactly why that 1-2-Switch wasn't in here. Because it'll look like shit <laughs> compared to the yeah, other stuff. Because one two switch has been has been finished for a long time, and, and there was uh, some rumblings a while ago about yeah they finished this game, but it's on the shelf because it's terrible. I thought um, they just didn't know what to do with it because it just didn't really get like I don't know. I only know one person that bought one two switch, and that's that's John Wedgworth. You know, so it's just like, but he bought it. You know, just when he got a switch just because you know but he's the only one i know that owns it but i I felt like it was just yeah like nobody really cared so it was kind of like yeah why even do this you know yeah but now we got move it which is the game we will all be getting instead i'm gonna get it Uh, this actually looks a lot better than uh the last warrior that we got that was a disappointment the one uh with whatever fuck it was called move it or whatever it was where you made your dudes do stuff smooth moves no, they must remember. have. I mean, they must have been developing these at the same time. And then, with that in mind, <laughs> the other one was kind of consciously like a departure from the series. So they must have said, "All right, well, we're gonna try something else, but we'll do a more traditional one, you know, just in case." Get it and together. Yes, they did. It was get it together, right? Mario, WarioWare, get it yeah. together. Yeah, that one was a disappointment, but this one actually looks like the WarioWare that I that I know and love. And I love that there's a Mario Party style board game thing in there. So I will definitely buy this and play that. Because, yeah, it looks weird. It, it, it's got, you know, it's got all the, like, it, I see, you see some Pikmin stuff in here. You see, like, the Mario slide from Mario 64. And, it, yeah, it reminds me a lot of uh, WarioWare Smooth Moves for Wii, which was a blast. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that game. And that game had a 13-player multiplayer that you could play with one controller, which is awesome. This one actually takes two controllers, so you need four to play with a friend, which sucks. Unless, I guess, maybe you can alternated or something but no it looks cool it looks weird you know it reminds me of smooth moves which i love so hooray hooray for warrior we talked about Bring nintendo live i called that on my bingo card he did call that's that yeah that's did. the event that's happening in seattle on uh november excuse me uh, september 1st through september 4th this would be cool to go to i actually they have a they have a contest going on now where you can uh enter to win a chance to go and i entered that for um a couple of the days, so maybe I got a, a chance of going. Hopefully, that'll be fun. I think it'll be a cool thing to to take part of. It's it's going along parallel with with PAX, so they're hoping that people will uh, jump from PAX to go to this. Yeah, have you guys seen anything else about this? Or nah, we can we can move on. I don't have anything to say about life. Do you want to say anything no. about Nintendo Life? I really don't care about it unless it has uh, other announcements. So it's, I'm like whatever. Well, at one point we thought maybe that would be. That well, it would be its own E3, yeah. Have. But now we have this. Yes. Uh, right. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom of Amiibo look very cool. Hopefully I can find them somewhere. Uh, you got sexy Ganondorf. Uh, you have uh, Zelda wearing the outfit of the of the Zonai or whatever. I don't know if you noticed everyone, all the females wear the same outfit, even down to the earrings and the face paint. They all have the same, same exact thing. It's like, this is the outfit of the past. We all wear this. Now you have to wear it, too, because you're stuck here. So that was my, my thought earlier. <laughs> Trey and I were talking about this earlier. I was like, maybe that's this the only like outfit capsule they have in the Zodai like, uh, gotcha machine. So It's, it's like, just this one outfit. You just pop out the outfit and put it on. It's just outfit. 
Because I remember seeing Zelda wearing the outfit, and I was like, that's kind of a weird outfit. And then I realized that, like, Raru's sister is wearing the exact same fucking outfit. It's either like, that or like, so, with the, with yeah. the face paint and the earrings and everything. I'm like, all right, I guess this is just what you have to wear. Yeah. It's either that or since Raru's sister is her ancestor, then um, they are the same size. So she's borrowed some clothes from her. But Raru's sister is like a giraffe person or whatever the fuck they are. Sexy goat. Yeah, sexy goat. But yeah. Hey, you watched the J- the Japanese one, the whole thing, right? Uh, no, I didn't. I just, I just caught this on Twitter, but yeah, uh, the, the, the game that will, that will not get translated that I really want to, uh, Momotaro Dentetsu, which is apparently really good. It's a Mario party style, uh, you know, party game where you're on a, there's like trains and stuff like that involved with it. Apparently it's very popular in Japan. I don't know why. I think I I'd said somewhere on the notes or something, translate it, you cowards, please get this going. I want to play it. I wouldn't understand it if it's all in Japanese, but it's getting a sequel. So, and this one looks even better. Like I watched the video of it; it looks great. So, just rub it in my face some more, you assholes. Just fucking translate it so I can buy it and love it. The Earth spins with hope. It even a great name. But we can move on to what's not a really a great name: uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Man, I wonder did they, how they could have made a better name. Than, at least it's not New Super Mario Brothers. I'll give it that. So we we have That's a new the first thing that I said like. When I saw the 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 style, thank goodness they finally dropped the new Super Mario Brothers style and, and the new Super Mario Brothers name, which is an even worse that name than Super Mario Brothers Wonder. True improvement in my in my book. Sure, uh, new Super Mario Brothers is eighteen years old now and still called new. So it's always new. They're they're not doing that anymore. That's um, the, that's the idea. It's like, hey, uh, can I get the new Super Mario Brothers game? All right, here it is. This is the new one. Here you go. There it is. You got it. Uh, which which ten of them or whatever there is, right? Yeah, th- this one. Though- I, I love the style. I thought like as soon as it, it came on, and then definitely when when Mario transitioned from Little Mario to Big Mario, just the way that was animated, it was like this is different. This is really cool. This is something they've taken a chance on on this visual style, and and, and I think it pays off. I like it a lot. Yeah, I was wondering what you would think about it compared to you know you put like a thousand hours into Mario Maker two. Like can this can this compete? And I felt like they really yeah, were doing better. were doing a lot of like really interesting things that you have not seen in any in other even Mario two D games. So that's definitely yeah. part of it. Even when New Super Mario Brothers first came out on the DS and then later on the Wii, that style was like pretty basic and yeah, and, and like, I would agree. It's like can't you push the Wii a little bit more? It's to make it look a little better. You have some more details to it, whatever. Yeah, but it was it was just like a bare bones kind of style. It worked, but it wasn't great. And uh, this one, they're actually like just trying something new. It's it's more in the direction of like almost like Kirby's Epic Yarn or something, but even more original than that. It's not like hand handcrafted or, but it's kind it's kind of going there a little bit. I, I thought it's almost like if you try to do semi semi 3d semi 2d and then the way that it animates it looks a little bit stop motiony it's it's so cool i like it so i would say uh to me the animation reminds me of if you've ever seen um the gif that people threw up where it's like here's how uh mario would look in in super mario 3 if there were this many frames of animation in the sprite instead of you know two or whatever and they like really went into the trouble of making his like belly kind of like blop up and you know there's physics mm-hmm. to the way his body moves and has a very like disney kind of cuphead you know sort of 
weight right, to right. his figure and they really kind of lean into it on this so that's what it reminds me of it's like let's take mario and really disneyfy him like really like right give it that like there's a weight to this model and it reminded me of odyssey honestly because uh yeah. odyssey is the same way where you get the jiggly nose and everything and people are making a big deal yeah. about that but um I mean, even in the name convention, Mario Wonder, you know, Odyssey Wonder, right. like they just kind of feel like they're sure. uh, similar Partners. Navy conventions. Yeah. Also, if you look in the name of Super Mario Brothers Wonder, the font on Super Mario Brothers is exactly the same as the new Super Mario Brothers games. It's just doesn't say the word new anymore. But the wonder is different. At least. The wonder is different. This- it's got a more wondrous <clears throat> font to it. This game kind of reminds me, weirdly enough, it reminds me of a Mario and Luigi Dream Team, where uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team was a was like a obviously it was a you know it was an, it was an RPG for 3DS, but the idea of Dream Team is like there's the regular world and there's the Dream World, and that's kind of what I get from this. Like you get this item, and then all of a sudden everything's weird, and like the pipes are moving, and like Mario's yeah. long Mario or whatever. And it feels the same as the other one, where like you had the regular world, and then you had the Dream World where everything was crazy, and it's like. That's kind of what I... It, it, it reminds me of that game, even though the, the gameplay is completely different. It reminds me of that whole, that, that whole conceit of getting the thing and then everything goes weird. It's like they made Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy an entire game. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like it, it's like a dream world or it's hallucination. Uh, I, I thought that it was maybe a dream world, but it's obviously like you're playing it one way and then you get a thing and then it all changes. But I, I think there's some very interesting ideas in there happening like you know stuff that we've never seen like the part where you like where you like run through the flag or like you're you're pushing back and forth with the guy against the pipe and you know like it's or like those big giant rolly guys that are moving around that you're jumping off of like there's there's a lot of new ideas that we haven't seen before and that's all the talking we've never had so much talking in it too i I don't have plenty of talking in the the remakes on the game well well, super mario sunshine had a lot of talking in it it wasn't great but Actually, the um, yeah, the talking I was like the first thing I thought was like, please tell me you can mute those flowers. Like I don't want to go through level with the flowers. Like hey, hey, hello, hello, hey, hey, hi, well, hello. I'm like what? And they're way and they're more like hi. I'm self aware. And I'm like shut up. Nintendo like, added Chat GPT to this game. <laughs> it's like can you at least like make it in Japanese or something so it's less annoying? I would just be like oi, oi. I, I did know. notice rather than just like giving you like points it says things like wonderful fantastic audacious like it's got like these like affirming words like almost comic book style that pop up so we'll see how that goes too it might be annoying i mean i'm i'm all i'm all for new 2d marios that are interesting and i do think this one's interesting so there you go and daisy we finally got daisy we can be daisy now finally four player can be daisy yeah Yeah, i noticed there was toads and um you know peach and daisy and I wonder, like, how many more characters are going to put in there from the Mario universe that you've always wanted to control in a traditional Mario game? It could be cool if this if if they make it more like you know, Mario Kart, where everybody comes in and you can play as whoever you want. That'd be cool. Oh, and, and speaking about new Mario characters that you always wanted to be in Mario, uh, I made a tweet about this. But there's a part where you're you're fighting like a Bowser-looking character and it has like this face with like with like big big teeth or whatever. And I was like, I've seen that before, and it looks exactly like boss, like Balsack, the Jaws of Death from Guar, a Guar <laughs> character. <laughs> and I and I tweeted, I was like, Yes, we finally got the the Mario Guar crossover that we always wanted. Like, why did they not mention that in the direct? Now you can fight a member from Guar. 
Awesome. They were going to call it Super Mario Brothers Wonderful, but that was a little cumbersome. They should just call it Guar X Mario. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> I'd play that game. But no, this, uh, this, I don't know if you can see it, but this this guy right there looks exactly like the Koopa dude. <laughs> this yep. Right here. That's it. I was like, I've seen that face before. I was like, oh yeah, that's that guy from Guar. That's, the, that's what that is. And then Mario turns into an elephant for reasons. That happens at the end. I don't know. We don't know why. Elephant Titus, he's, uh, yeah, turns into an elephant with a hat. So he can shoot water on round places or something. Yeah, what's he going to do? Is he going to suck up water and spit it like in Donkey Kong Country 3? Or is he yeah, going right? to <laughs> sp- be afraid of rats too? <laughs> like Donkey Kong Country 3. <laughs> he's going to start like a. It looked like he does a body check Wario style. So I wonder if it just turns you into Wario essentially. Yeah, this know. is another October release, October 20th. I'm going to have a wonderful birthday. Yeah. When's your birthday? October, October 2nd. Start asking for eShop cards now. Right. So you can get all your stuff. And there it is. There, There's your, that is our direct, um, or not our direct. We didn't do it. That's uh, our, our, uh, I think I caught most of speed run of the direct. I Without I, getting to, to actually watch the whole thing, I think I caught most of it. I think I already mentioned what my top three were. Um, it's, that aren't like remakes, you know. I was, I was excited to see Pikmin one and two on there, but I think my big ones were were um, Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Monsters, uh, the Penny, the Penny game, and uh, what was the other one? Where we move it? I'd say are three of my favorites from this. Yeah, I'd say the new Mario game, then probably Pikmin four, and then uh, yeah, the uh, show was the one you just said. I agree with you on. Oh, the Dragon Quest game, Dragon Quest Monsters. Mm-hmm. Dark Prince. I put my top five in order from uh, least to, to most wanted. Uh, Mario RPG, Batman, Metal Gear, the Princess Peach game, and then Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Mm. Oh yeah, the Princess Peach game. It wasn't enough. There wasn't enough of it to me to, for me to be like, oh, you know, because you barely saw so I've always wanted to try the Super Princess Peach, and I never did. So this is cool. I had that game. I think I sold it. But I did. I did have it for a second. But it's. I mean, it was. You know what? I was. I was really. I. I think this one was kind of disappointing to me, just because I was really hoping for. I was really hoping for Metroid Prime Two, and it didn't happen. But I got Pikmin One and Two. I mean, I got another GameCube re-release, so I should be happy because I yeah. love GameCube games. So I'm guessing you know, Metroid you know. Prime Two will come six months before the release of Metroid Prime Four. So in twenty. Be, so in twenty sixty-five. Yep, is when you're saying <laughs> whenever that happens. I would, you know, that'll, there be, was, that'll be the pre pre four hype game that they'll put out. Yep, because there was, I think this happens every time. There's a direct. There were some rumblings about uh about Metroid Prime Four, and I was like, could it be? Could it be? Could it be? And I would have loved to see Metroid Prime Two, but you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy playing through Pikmin One and Two again because I love those games. So, hooray! Cool. All I, right, that was definitely a good good move on their part, bringing those out. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, the Pikmin. Pikmin fours, and that'll be all. It'll be the Pikmin machine, officially. Yeah, you can play all four of them. I, I, I want to try to get through Except one and hey, two. Pikmin, you can't play. Yeah, but who cares? Who cares about that game? I, I want to try to. I mean, I'm going to try to play through one and two. Maybe I'll do three again. I have three on Wii U. I'm not buying it for Switch, uh, but I could go back and play that game again. I did beat three, so there you go. I beat I one and, and three, two. but I don't think I ever beat two. As much as I love two, two is my favorite Pikmin, but I never made it all the way to the end. That's the direct. How many spots Three did spots. you get on your bingo card? I think I got five. Let's see. Count it up. One, two, three. Nope, I got six. That's not including the free space. No bingos. Oh, yeah, seven including the free. Nice. But yeah, no bingos. 
they were all I had them all tucked in the corner. Oh, I got seven too. So, tight. <laughs> there the is a four corners like, bingo that some people do. Yeah, true. Yeah, like John does. I was really trying to be strategic on mine, and it didn't work. Like I was like right at the beginning, I was like, "Yes, I got it, I got it," and then it just like went downhill from there. So, oh well. But I'm, I'm, you know, new 2D Mario, cool. I'm interested. I'm definitely weird interested. fucking looking game. But that's, but that's <laughs> but good. I, I'm, I'm that's good. As a weird Mario, I think is what we want, right? I want weird Mario. It looks very cool. It looks like some of maybe I'm, I'm totally guessing here. Some of the, you know, younger talent, fresher talent that. Nintendo is taking over the helm of of Mario and, and letting new ideas uh, get in there. Yeah, and they're also just going heavy with that. You know, Mario likes mushrooms. Ha ha ha! He must be getting high. Got yeah. angle. That's this is the this is the game where Mario gets high. About time. I mean, he got high before with the, with the fuzzies and and yeah. the mushrooms and whatever else. Um, I guess I do want to ask you one thing because you won't talk about it if you're heading so, off, but. What's the point of beating a glee, a Gleeock? What do you get? Just like a weapon attachment? Oh, yeah. I, I can talk about that a little bit. So I beat a Gleeock for the first time this week. And uh, um, you get... So yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get you know better weapon attachments and stuff like that. There's no like, uh, you know, tunic or something that you win. But you get you get the, the wing and I think you get a, a horn or something. And I think they are things that vastly increase your attack power. Cause I, so, you know, there's like, there's like greatly. And then I think it's vastly for those. Circle. Cause, cause I got one, I got a piece of one, one Gleok from the, from the monster kids. Yeah. Like they gave me some and it wasn't really that powerful. So I was like, is that yeah. what you get from beating the whole ones? I'm sure you get more than just what that is, but well, I, they're haven't, elemental. I haven't even, so you probably get different stuff, but uh, sure, I, yeah. I fought, and beat one Gliok this week, and it was because it was part of a uh, a side story. Oh, okay. And I was, was going for that. I think. Yeah. Did you go for the side story that was in the uh, Hebra Mountains? Like, there's a maybe. I, I was trying to go for that one. <clears throat> there's the whatever it is at the whatever they call Lookout Landing or whatever the the, the okay Lookout Landing. Is. Yeah, the, yeah. The the, the, the central point. hub of the game. Yeah, there's a guy, there's a place you go where they give you three quests initially you go fight these three monsters and then you go fight them and it's like a it's like a uh a, oh, yeah. a hinox and a uh, did you beat the one in the sand then yeah, yeah. so i beat all oh, three okay. of those the molduga yeah, the hinox i, I and beat the all one, and then, the sand uh, one. it gives you three more monsters to fight and one of those is okay. gliok so in order to complete that quest i actually had to fight a gliok and i just did that yesterday i think or the day before but it was fun it was actually yeah, well, like, the beginning I, of the I battle is hard, cool battle. but yeah, like I'd say the last third of the battle, the, the behavior changes, but, and it, 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 don't get me wrong. It's still hard, but it's more like fun at the end when right, the Gleox right. is stationary and you're kind of, kind of chasing a little bit. That was a cool final phase. Cause yeah. you see, like, if you feel like, Oh, something's changing. This is getting pretty big for like a, you know, not, not, not a, a main boss. It feels more, mm-hmm. it gets to feel more like a main boss than, than a, I guess in these, uh, uh, this is like a mini boss in this game. You know, the Gleox, the the Lynels, and the Henoxes are like mini bosses. Yep. But that last phase of Gleox, uh, it, it just like takes it up a notch, and it's really cool. Final form. Yeah. So I'm not ruining it. I don't think I'm ruining anything here. But after you, you know, after you beat all the bot, the bad guys uh, for that, I was like, what are they going to do after I beat this next li- list of three? And it just lets you ask how many are left of each in the game. And of all the mini bosses, 
because you know it keeps track of how many you've beaten in each area you'll get like a you know if you've fought a construct more than once it'll say like defeated yeah it'll, it'll do that for the hinoxes too like when you yeah. get to him it'll say you defeated this one already so it keeps same track with like it. the the ones in the depths in that regard and there's a lot of hinoxes there's a lot of of all those things but the one there's the least of is oh, I the gliox it. so yeah, i there's think only the like gliox four, right? are you might as well consider them bosses i think they're yeah they're the toughest I they're the, they're the second only two actual bosses of how often they show up in the world what was your strategy for beating the gliox jeremy well i only fought the one it was a fire gliox yeah. and i used um i had um um ice fruit arrows that was shooting okay. at its eyes to like so I just shoot the ice fruit arrows at its at the three heads while dodging the fire. I healed a lot, uh, yeah. And then once it was like you know limp, you can run up, you can hit it. I had the master sword powered up with the um, with the uh, silver moblin horn. Oh, yeah. I have like fifty of those. Yeah, yeah those are great. <laughs> I have so many of them. And uh, and I just kind of like yeah, I did that. It actually still took a really long time to get him down to where I finally like got to the second phase. But the second phase. That was it. Was all bow and arrow. And oh yeah, it, and it was fun. So yeah, I did essentially the same thing. I fought the ice gliok, so I went with you know like you you went with the the ice for the fire one. I went with the fire for the ice one. Yeah, and I was using the um, uh, the keys eyes. Like those are really handy to have for the. Oh, those are also. Uh, battles. Oh yeah, they're also. You can like do elemental ones right? for that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I did the elemental ones, so, yeah, so I did uh, uh, the fire keys eyeballs, and I also had a attack boost. So it all took about maybe ten minutes or so the first mm-hmm. time, first time around, and then uh, I finished it off with a stone talus gloom club that was a plus eighty three. Nice. nice. So that that was pretty sweet. Cool. Yep. As far as uh, I was talking to Jeremy in this about this on the in the car on the way to the wrestling thing, uh, I discovered that there's two more temples aside from the four Sweet. that you have to do. So I don't want to give a, give too much away, but I went to I did the four temples, and then the temple was like, okay, go go to the castle, and then you go to the castle to look for Zelda, and it's different than if you went there a different time. And there's stuff that you do there, so that's kind of its own dungeon. And then you go into the depths, and there's another dungeon after that, and that's where I'm at. So I was kind of a I kind of got to the point, I was kind of a little little burned out on the game, so I was like, I just want to like just power through it. So I was trying to just do the main story stuff, and that's kind of where... And I ended up in another temple, and I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. Because it was like one of those, like, okay, get four things, and then come back here. I was like, oh god, not another one of these. So I just kind of stopped and, and went back and just get some roots. Oh, but one thing I did do that actually is important, because it has to do with the life thing that I'm doing. Jess and I are buying a house right now which is insane. It's like way, uh, it's way easier to do than you think. And it happened in like two days. It like totally just blows my mind how quickly all that shit happened. But anyway, I, I did my best to create the house that we are getting in the, in the, in the tears of the kingdom world. So, uh, it's kind of hard to do because they don't give you a whole lot of space and our house is pretty big, but there's some things like you, you know, you can't put bathrooms in there and you can't like, you know, you can only use the four room connectors. Like I needed one that was like two connectors because, because we have a really big open space, like in the living room where everything's connected. And I was trying to create that, but yeah, I did my best to make a, make our house in tears of the kingdom. So that was fun. <laughs> and so it has like a front porch and a back porch, like our actual house does. And this house will actually be closer to both of you. It will be like closer to Jeremy and John because it's, 
You're on the far, side, farther right? down on through mm. farther down on a ninety ninety four and fifty seven. So how far are you from downtown? I'm actually far. It, no, that's the good thing. It's I'll actually be south of. I'll be farther south from downtown. So I'm actually closer to. If I was going to Michigan or if I was going to Champaign, it's actually closer because it's off of fifty seven and it's also right about where. 57 and 1994 break, which is east, way east of downtown. And that's the good thing as well if you're going to Michigan or Champaign yeah. or Indiana, like we do a lot, uh, you don't have to deal with downtown. So you can kind of cut that out of there and you and we, it's going to save us like 30, 40 minutes from going, time, to, sure. going to grandma's house and all that. So exciting stuff. So that's cool. Congratulations. Yeah. We'll have, a, we'll have a dedicated uh, podcast room. It'll be pretty much the same as this, about, about this size, but yeah. It'll be in the basement, so it'll be cool. Yeah, so so that's happening. But yeah, I made I tried my best to create our house in Tears of the Kingdom. So I thought it was pretty cool. And the and the uh, the podcast room is represented by the um, the goddess. <laughs> so so there you go. It's, it's the goddess. It, I made a goddess room, and that was supposed to be the podcast room. So nice. Yeah, you should make it like the podcast room, and uh, you know, the real the real thing should be like the podcast room we made in Animal Crossing. To yeah, do that episode. Well, I can't do anything. I was just like, well, because I already had a, I already had like a goddess room, and I was like, I'll just make the goddess room the podcast room, and I'll be like, that's where, that's where the healing is, or whatever. So there you go. That's where the healing commences. I have, I have only one more thing to mention, and then let's take a break. But uh, I was at a, a, a thrift store this week, and it's one that I've been to like once or twice before, and I always just check. Hey, do you have any games? And they never do. But this week they had some games, and so I dug through a bin, and I found once again this must be like a fate thing. So the, the universe is speaking to me that I need to be involved in Monster Jam somehow because I found Monster Jam <laughs> Path of Destruction on Wii. You, know, you might remember two weeks ago I, f- I found <laughs> the Monster Jam game for a Switch laying on the ground, yeah. literally on the street, and uh, so now I have two Monster Jam. I got this for two bucks. Maybe you need to start collecting Monster Jam games. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, like the collection of golf games that we have. Yes. Yeah. And then like two days ago at work, this girl came in. She was talking to me and I noticed she's wearing a Monster Jam shirt. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Monster Jam all over my life all of a sudden. Wow. You, and you so, need Maybe you need to become a, a, a monster truck driver or something. Yeah, I need to, you know, hop in my rig and go to the the rec yard next time don't get strawberry jam at the store right <laughs> get monster jam made from monster parts yeah i haven't tried this one yet and i still haven't tried the other one but maybe next week i'll try them both and do a monster jam report yeah boot up your wii you know yep. you have one make it work all right well let's take a break and you're heading out I'm right take off okay i'll see you next week we'll be back in a minute
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Here we are. It's just we're back. We're back from the break. So what? Uh, let's talk about games that we've been playing. And games that we got for the week. My hand got all fucked up. Like uh, <laughs> my knuckles have been like really swollen. So I was kind of taking it easy. I had to I had to take a break from Street Fighter Six. I don't know if uh, that was that was directly um, related, but. I was I was about to start, you know, getting online and trying to see if I could beat anybody. Well, you know, Trey, you don't have to actually punch yeah. the TV when you play it. You can just hit the button. But my knuckles got my knuckles got really got really swollen. My my knuckles got really swollen. It was hard for me to play games, so I was backing off. Uh, but when I wasn't playing Street Fighter Six, I started playing Yakuza Zero again, which I've been very <laughs> close to beating for the past six years. And I finally beat Yakuza Zero. It's it's kind of you know I mean you do you you do like you know fighting stuff in Yakuza Zero, but you don't need to use the triggers as much, so it's kind of easy for me to. Plus, it's it's very it's become like very much a cozy game for me because like I said, I've been playing off and off and on for six years. But I finally I finally made it through Yakuza Zero. I beat it. I got all of the. I uh, I got all of the extra shit like with your when you're running you run the hostess club like with um, Majima and I got to see the ending and they do all the stuff where it's like oh this was what will happen later because it's a prequel and all that. Uh, I think my final total my final time was 101 hours and 44 minutes, and I got 70 some, uh, whatever percent of the game, and uh, they don't let you record the credits. You can't record the end of the game on PS4. <laughs> it just like completely blocks it. So. I recorded the credits with my phone, but I haven't posted on Twitter yet. But I did make it through that. 
And then I started playing uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, which I bought. It was on sale a couple weeks ago. That's the one where it's where it takes place in like feudal Japan. Okay, but it's still the same kind of gameplay as Like a Dragon. Yeah, uh, well, not not the RPG, like more the more the um, the Yakuza ones, more more like the combat the combat RPG, okay. like the Streets of Rage, whatever. But it's it's interesting because it it takes place in old Japan and it has all the a lot of the characters from the Yakuza games, but they don't play they play different people. So like so like every, so you recognize their faces, but they're like it's you see Kiryu in there, but he's not Kiryu; he's a different person. And this was a game that was made for PlayStation Two, like way back when, and it was. You so know, it's a bit like Majora's Mask, like where they reuse the yeah, same where they they, they models, use the same people. characters, but they are playing different. Mm-hmm. They're not playing themselves, I guess. It's 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 an interesting idea. I mean, it looks great, you know, and it's uh yeah, it's kind of fun. It's weird because you play so many Yakuza games that all take place in the same place, and now you're like. In like a fucking old ass. I think it's supposed to take place in the late 1800s. So th- there are guns in it, but it's like samurai. It's like kind of like samurai, uh, you know, uh, handgun type. And there's different different uh, ways you fight based on that. There's like you know, there's your regular hand to hand combat, and then there's your samurai sword, your katana stuff, and there's a katana plus gun mode as well. And you can switch between the different fighting styles and all that. But I've been wanting to play this one for a while. It came it's out Japan's earlier version this of week, the spaghetti so. western. It is kind of it's like yeah it's like those um uh, um it's like the Kurosawa movies like Yojimbo and Sanjiro like like those sort of games or those sort of movies like inspired that sort of way but yeah I only play I only played a little bit of it but I thought it was pretty cool I got Birdie Wing the game which is based off of an anime lesbian anime which I've been actually been loving lesbian animes watch more of those queer queer anime great check them out uh, <laughs> like um. The the gun and Witcher Witcher Mercury that's a, that's a queer show which is fun. Also, um, Birdie Wing is too, which I actually I'd watched a little bit of it and I heard that they that it that, that it was queer and I was like oh, I want to watch that. So, but uh, so I got the game. There's a game for Switch now and um, it's basically a you know it's a regular golf game. It's not great, but the story like the golf part of it isn't like doesn't necessarily stick out like it's not it's not compared to like a you know the other golf game. It's reminded me. I just had a memory of the uh, earlier at the wrestling event when um, when the the one uh, the one wrestler said he was gay. Oh yeah, Mark Bowens. Because I think well, I think a woman was she was up there like maybe trying to work charms on them. Or yeah, something she, like yeah, that. She, yeah, she was. Trying and then he to was like, he's like, actually, I'm, I'm gay. And then everyone started chanting, "He is gay." Yeah, <laughs> it, it got a huge, he uh, got a huge uh, uh, standing ovation for that. Which oh I my mean, god, that was. So I knew, I knew, he, I knew he was so gay. Awesome. I knew he was gay already, but because uh, <laughs> they show, him I didn't. On, whenever they do, because they do like the little, audience really drove the point. Home. They would do little like uh, pride commercials where they would show mm-hmm. like you know. They're queer. They're queer characters like like uh, Nyla Rose, like Nyla Rose and Son- and Sunny Kiss and. Uh, I never yeah. thought people could be chanting that supportive <laughs> way, but it, it happened. But yeah, Bird- Birdie Wing basically follows the show very closely. So I had only watched a couple episodes of it, and it was just going through those, and I was like, "Oh wait, I don't want to spoil it through this game." So I've just been watching the show and not playing the game. But I do want to get back to the game because the animation of the characters are cool. It's just uh, you can't do the moves that they do in the show yet. Cause they have like, you know, super, super human golf, golf moves and that sort of thing, of course, because it's an anime. So I played that. Um, I already talked about the Zelda stuff. I streamed my wrestling, uh, stream of the week was a uh, day of reckoning, 
which is a GameCube game, and I forgot, I forgot how hilarious the the, the licensed music is on that game, and and actually like a good section of my stream was was muted because of the licensed stuff that was on there, but there's this one song there's this is like dot her got her, and it's 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 just hilarious, really shitty like. I don't know, mall punk, mall metal from like early, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And I remember Jesse and I, we played a lot of that game and we would like make fun of the soundtrack because it's just so hilarious, but it's all licensed music. Like there's no other music. So like when you're going through the story mode, it's just all just like songs, just going and going and going, you know, with like no dialogue. It's just them like mouthing the words and then the, and then the subtitles are in there and it's just playing the music. It's like playing God smack in the background. Yeah. The only song I the only song I recognized was um was like Public Enemy. There's one Public Enemy song in there on on the title when you start the game, but I didn't I didn't recognize anything like that. But it, it totally sounds like mall metal, like whatever, like popular mall metal, you know, whatever mainstream punk metal shit like that. Mudvayne. Uh, but I made uh I, I made my own character. I made the thing because that was a character that I had on there. It's cool because you can actually make you can de- you can design textures for your skin in the game so you could actually make your skin rocky like the on thing. a gamecube game yeah yeah on uh well i mean you basically you draw out a pattern and you can and you can put it on your and you can map it on your character so i remember we made uh like we just now we made a bunch of characters so we made the lizard so we made him like scaled like we mm. made like you know we basically drew did like green and black and just like drew out a scale and just put it on his on his arm so it looks like he has like scaled arms and yeah, this I remember the creative character was pretty robust for that, and yeah, I made the thing, and and you can like change their face shape, so you can like make his uh make his like eyebrows like his stick out a lot, like it would in the character, and you can kind of <laughs> actually make him look like him and stuff like that. So it was fun, and then I just played through the, I played through the story mode to where I got to where I was actually on a televised WWE event because you start off like doing small shows with your trainer and all that, and I wrestled against Matt Hardy, which we saw tonight. At the at Dynamite, and he looks so young in the game. I was like, oh yeah, there's Matt Hardy, there he is. Um, and he 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 called himself. Uh, he would always call himself like Mar- Matt Hardy uh, 1.0, and he said he was 0.7 because he had been hurt and he was not fighting in his full <laughs> full capacity in the game. But yeah, no, it's 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 basically it, it's very it's more similar to the 64 games. It's just a little bit faster, like with some of the things that you can do, and they they kind of move the little things around, like the way you the way you uh. Um, the the way you like taunt and like appeal to the fans and how your special goes up is different. And you can actually stack your specials too. You can get like three specials in a row and just kind of like just keep like building yourself up and do it. And you can and you can like work on like you can you can like you know work on different parts. Like you can weaken the legs or weaken the arms and then try to make somebody submit by like by you know focusing on different parts of the body and all that like that sort of thing. But it's it's a good game. Like it's it looks great too for a GameCube game. I think it still looks pretty good. Aside from the hilarious soundtrack, but I'll have to, I might, I might have to put one of these songs in here. At least that one that I was saying earlier. It's pretty, because it's still stuck in my head from playing that game, because you hear it all the fucking time. But yeah, and I, I played Pikmin 1 and 2, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing. But you played, a, you played a game that's not Nintendo, but it's close enough. You played a demo of Final Fantasy 16. Sure, yeah. You I, should talk about that game. Yeah, I'll get to that here in a second, but let me say first, um, I played through Katamari Damacy. Well, it's uh, We oh, Love finally, Katamari. You finally got to it. I finally got to it. Yeah, I bought it a couple weeks ago, but I've only been playing Zelda. But uh, this week, I you know did get to a point where I was wanting to take a break from Zelda more often than usual. 
And so I was playing some other stuff, and one of the things I played a lot of was Katamari, or We Love Katamari, and uh, man, that's my favorite one still. It's my favorite of all of them. Really? Um, uh, more than the first one? Yeah. No, because I, I, I played both of them, and the second one didn't grab me like the first one did. I think it, it, you know, it has there. a lot to do with the context of when I played it originally. It was just more of the same, but better. That's how it felt, and I had been waiting for it. So when it came out, I was excited, and uh, and so yeah, I'd, I've been waiting for this one as well. And there's been no way to play it; it hasn't been re-released any other way. So uh, other than finding the PlayStation Two game, which I've been looking, keeping my eyes peeled, trying to find for a while, um, and have not found it at a reasonable price. Uh, it finally came out for the Switch, and now you can just play it there. And it's exactly as I remember; it's just more of the same silly wackiness, except. You get more of a story this time, which I don't think means much. But if you want it, you get it. You know, think a little bit like uh, Monkey Ball when they added the story to that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, it's definitely superfluous, but Hopefully it's less still, creepy. It's less creepy. It's just weird because the king of the cosmos is just a weird dude. But it's a whole story about him, like, in his childhood and how his dad treated him and then... How he like kind of ascended to become king, and how he met his wife, the queen of all cosmos, and then they had the prince. And there's the like main there's like relatives too, right? Yeah, yeah, and all the all the cousins are in um, in this. So you can each level has at least one cousin you can find that will become a playable character once you make them part of your katamari, and then you beat the level. Then you get to take the cousin with you, and uh, you just. There's like a map screen, quote unquote, which is kind of the overworld that you walk around and you talk to people and that's how you get to the levels. And uh, your cousins will be like walking around that populated area and uh, you can just, when you walk up to them and hit the, the X button or the A button, um, see I'm talking like it's PlayStation. When you go walk up to them and you hit the A button, they will, you, you just instantly like take over them and your character stands still. So you can, you can play around with the different characters. I don't think it changes anything other than a little bit of your dialogue with the, there's some sort of weird off dialogue that'll happen while you're, when, when the king's introducing the, the levels before you go into them. But there's one level in particular that get, gave me a lot of trouble. I mean, it's the same level that used to give me trouble. And it's a level where you have to go from, I think it's from one meter to, 500 meters is that what it was anyway it took me several tries to beat it and you know everything else i would usually beat in like one turn two turns three turns because i've played it so much in the past but yeah this one took me like i actually had to quit playing and come back to it the next day and i finally beat it but um after that all the other levels were easy even like the final level so it's uh it's just like there's that that the one gate level that I would say if you're playing it, you get to a level that's really hard. It's probably that one. And, uh, eventually you just learn that the only level I think in the whole game where you need to strategize, like the order of the way you do things, like which, which little sections you go to optimally so that you're not running into things that are too big for you to pick up too soon. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun game. It's got great music. It's beautiful. It's weird. And you, you get to roll up different stuff. I, I, I love you, when you, Shauna you can, walks in and I'm playing it. Cause she's just like, what the fuck is going on? It, you can do different, like you can make like giant snowballs and you yes. like, and you like gather fires together. Like that's another one. So that's they, true. Yeah. There's a level where you're just so collecting you, flowers. You, do, you can do like kind of more 
it is mm-hmm. a little bit more unique, unique than that way than the first one because the first one also... had like stuff based on like uh, stars and uh, and stuff like that. But this one had, I felt like they so I will a little say, more, little more variety. I don't know if they changed it. I don't know for sure, or if it was always this way. But there's a couple of like levels that have really interesting like uh, things you have to do to 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 end them, or rather, you know, just variations on what it used to be, where you're just trying to make the biggest katamari and the the time, or at least hit a size within the time limit. But there's one level where you have to, you have to avoid picking up bears, but that means you can't even pick up something that has a picture of a bear on it. Oh yeah. They they did. They did stuff like that in the first one. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember it, but yeah. So you can like, you just have to go around as long as you can without picking up anything. That's a bear. But as far as I know, you can't really lose that level unless you pick up a bear right away. And then there's one where you have to get, to the fullest size you can in the least amount of part, like the biggest catamaran you can make with the least amount of pieces you pick up. So it basically, I think gives you like 30, you pick up like 30 items and you just have to get as big as you can with those. But of course you have to do it in the right order. So you're big enough to pick up the items. So yeah, there's just, there's a few things that are like variations, but ultimately it's just another catamaran game and it's fun. And if you liked the first one, you would like this one as well. Um, I think it's a wonderful thing to have on the Switch, and fuck yeah. Katamari makes so such good sense on the Switch. I hope they just keep doing it. Well, I mean, there, are, there, there, aren't, there aren't any left. There's only two good ones, right? And everything's just kind of a... That's what I heard. There's only the two good ones, because the other ones, they just kind of reuse the same yeah. level, the same levels, so you didn't really... Like uh, We Love, or what is it? Whatever the one is on... Um, the 360 one reuses some of the stuff, is, right? Yeah, it's got reused assets and stuff, so yeah. Um, I think they might have done one on the PSP. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe I, I, I played a Katamari on my phone way back when, when I had an indes- okay. one of those indestructible uh, army phones. Uh-huh. I played Katamari on that. There was a Katamari game, and it was a top-down game. It wasn't 3D. So I remember I used to play it while I was waiting to give plasma. I would play it in the waiting room. I would love if they <laughs> made a new one, but of course that's that goes to say if uh, these have been solely well enough, I'm sure. But for what they are, you know, think about you know as old as these games are, and what Shauna was talking to me about, I'm like that. You have to realize this game looked bad when it came out. Like that was intentional. That was part of the charm. Yeah, yeah. the charm was to look bad, but you could have but a lot be silly. of. Yeah. But because you made the model so like low poly, then you could have a ton of them on screen at once. So yeah. that's what gave you the ability to make these giant balls of junk, essentially. And uh, yeah, it's it's a great game, and it's so cathartic rolling a giant ball up. It, it's so cathartic when something hits you and knocks some stuff off of you, and you're like, fuck you, and you come back later and you roll that thing up into your ball, and it becomes part of a star that you throw off into space. There's just not a whole lot of games like it. And you only... Uh, they give you that satisfaction. You beat the game in only a few hours. Like what I saw, it was saying that you'd only played it for five hours. Yeah, yeah. To make it through. So it's pretty It's pretty quick. It's, it's a quick, quick game, one. but there's a lot I can... I, have, I can go back and I can fight all the cousins. Um, I can try to set goals for all the... Uh, you know, what I want my times to be and stuff on all the levels. There's, there's more I could do. And as I recall, I think I sort of focused on that more originally when it came out on the PS2. But, eh, it's just going to be there. Between that and the first one, it's just, uh, these are just good comfort food games. These are like you were saying about. um, Cozy. Yeah, cozy. 
they're cozy games and the music's great everything about it the visual experience the tactical experience it's all just very comfortable and nice sure it's kind of how pikmin is for me sort of as well cozy even though i always feel bad when they get killed but you can always just get them back just and just, I, just bring those bodies to your to your onions and you, you get them all back i will just give an update on zelda real quick i won't talk about it all other than say i'm at 132 shrines so that's why i said shrine fiend I think there's only like you're higher. You're higher than me. Something. I think I have a 126 or seven. So you, you got more than I do. Yeah, I think there's 150 something total. So 152. I'm, yeah, I mean I'm really narrowing down, and I'm at, I've got 88 Korok seeds. I've gotten in total, and um, yeah. Do Do you have all of the ones on the surface then? No. You do. No. Oh, okay. I have all of the light roots, but I think I had those. But you don't have stage. all of the ones that are above it. No, I'm still working through all those. That's that's what I mean. Uh, I've got them all marked with stars on the map, so I've been going through, and you know, they're, some of them are really hard to find because they're in caves. They're, they're in stuff. caves, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you just have to, yeah. That that's what gets annoying. Well, either caves or wells. Some of yep. them are some of them are wells, but yeah, you have to. It, it takes some finagling. There was actually one that I looked up online just because I was so frustrated with it, and it was kind of difficult to find where the cave was to get to the place. So yeah, I mean, if I end up getting to that point, I'm not going to hesitate to look online. Yeah, it was just one of those things. I was just running around a bunch, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to look online. I still haven't beaten so. <laughs> any more dungeons. Still only have beat the two, the water dungeon and the wind dungeon. That's it. I beat five. Well, I said earlier, there's five and there's a sixth one. So yeah, so I'm. I haven't done that, but you know, it's just a matter of putting my nose to the grindstone and doing it. Because at this point, there's not much else to do other than just try and get all the shrines and um the side quests but i've unlocked the map completely and i've gone all the as far as i know i've gone all the sky islands i haven't finished the objectives at all of them but i've been to all of them but yeah let's talk about the one last thing that i did this week which was play another game yeah to completion so i beat so i beat the demo. katamari but i'm gonna say i also beat this game because it, it is a demo but, but you, beat, play, you beat the demo. I did play all the way through it, and there's two different modes. Um, so Final Fantasy 16, and we talked about this a little bit last week, and I essentially just said, yeah, I downloaded it. It was seemed like a little overwhelming. I didn't really play much of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that yeah you, you were pretty positive of it. It's still, great. Still, it's great. I still give absolutely no shits about it. Like I, I'm like, eh. This I'm no. This game has no appeal for me whatsoever. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have no interest in it. That's okay. Um, I didn't think I would either. So, but I, it's a free demo, so I played it. Sure, it's a like, PS5 well, only demo, to, so I yeah. can, so I can't try it. But so I at least wanted to be like, hey, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch some try. reviews. I'll watch reviews whenever it happens. But yeah, I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I haven't cared about Final Fantasy for a very long time. Final Fantasies, yeah, it's done. You know, when was the last Final Fantasy that I liked? Six, pretty much. <laughs> so it's and then there's like how many of them? So I don't really care. I've already found. I found. I mean, if not for Final Fantasy Nine, I'd be in the same boat as you. But I liked Nine a lot. I just I couldn't stand the design of the characters. I thought their art was really stupid. In Nine, yeah, I thought they all looked stupid. Yeah, (laughs) the the art of the characters. I couldn't. It It was easy for me to just be like, "Oh, this is a PlayStation One game," and I'm even at the time it was old. When I I played through all of Seven, PlayStation One, and and like eighty percent of Eight. So, but Nine, I was just maybe I was just tired of it by the time I got to Nine. I don't know. I liked eight a lot, actually. 
Well, story-wise, and I like the characters and all that. I mean, the main character in Nine's like Rat Boy or something. So. Yeah, he's stupid. Like Rat Boy and the fucking night guy that has the giant face. Yeah. Like it's just like the design of everybody just doesn't make any sense. Like I think they all look stupid. <laughs> so it's like yeah, and the guy with the tail. He has a tail, and I'm like, what is going on here? Like this, it really looks dumb. Yeah. But yeah, it's very. Uh... And I played Final Fantasy 15, and it was and like I said last week. I felt like it was trying to be it was trying to be Xenoblade, but it wasn't. It could never reach those heights, but few can. Well, I really like nine, but I haven't really liked Final Fantasy since then. I've tried, um, nor before that, other than six and five or six and four, I should say. But um, no, I really liked this demo, and you know, I won't say I liked the combat. That would be a lie to say that I liked the combat. I got through it somehow. I really like the dodging. The dodging mechanics really cool because there's multiple dodging mechanics. There's an actual like dodge you can do. And the closer you do it to when the enemy's actually going to hit you, like the better bonus you get for it, you know. And that that buys you time to get some critical strikes in. A lot of games are like that, where if you dodge, then you get like. I think Beautiful Joe even did that, where like time slows down. Like, a like which, bit if you dodge which time? Right time? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, Beautiful it's kind of like that, but I don't. It's a platinum game. From what I remember, I don't think it slows down. Well, it was Clover before, but I mean, I, I know. Uh, I know Ease does that. Like Ease eight and nine has like a witch time sort of thing. I didn't yeah, notice where, any time slowing mechanics yeah, in this. Where, but, where if you dodge at the right time, you get some extra frames, like to do to do your next move or whatever before they. But the other thing you get is a um, essentially a phase ability that's like kind of like Nightcrawler and X Men, like where you're like you, you can bamf. <laughs> is that what you would call it? That's that's the um, that's the onomatopoeia in, in the gall in in the, in, in the comic when he teleports his bamf. It's pretty much that you're teleporting, but you're teleporting along a line of trajectory or whatever. Um, so you're not really going to take your enemy by surprise necessarily. You're just going to phase out for a second, and then you're going to pop up near them, and then you, that opens you for some extra attacks as well. But I guess the real strategy comes in how, well, I'm calling them espers, but they've got a different name, like Iclon or something like that in this game where you could actually they're set to a, a slot that you can cycle through with the L and R buttons to um, essentially change your entire like spell set and how yeah your uh, your like magical affinity and stuff and you can chain everything together so it just opens up a lot <clears throat> and I know that a devil may cry person was involved in this game yeah they actually brought like a, a developer in there but you know I, i've given it a lot of shit for like being like a devil may cry game but like thinking about it you know i played i played the final fantasy 7 remake demo i, 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 I liked the and, first and that okay. and that was like and that was like action rpg too it actually reminded me a lot of ease 8 which is like one of my favorite switch games so you know i, I mean i'm like you know i like that but i liked it because it reminded me of ease you know but, but it was the same. It was very. It felt very much like it, where you could dodge and you could do the super moves and you know, like that sort of thing. And it's just Final Fantasy. Just I feel like ever since thirteen, they've wanted to just be. I still have never tried thirteen. I feel like ever since ever since thirteen, they've just been wanting to do like action stuff. I mean, even you could even say like since like what um, at Advent Children, like that the Final Fantasy seven Advent Children, they wanted everything to just be full on action. And well, also spirits within to a point as well, because what like uh, they were on top of their game before that movie failed miserably, and then it took so many years for Final Fantasy to get a game out because that was why there was so much space between nine and or no between ten and twelve, right? 
Well, and a big part of why they came because back of to them, because of them because like losing money from that shitty yeah. movie. Big part <laughs> of why they came back to uh, Nintendo with uh, what was it? It was Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and then um, the remakes of Final Fantasy One Two. Or no, it was just a remake. I mean, not One Two. It was a four, remake. five, and six. Four, five, and six. Yeah. yeah. That was all because Nintendo was like, "We'll help you with like uh, funding the." project essentially if you exclusively publish it on nintendo i don't know what that was called at the time but it was like essentially like we're gonna pay you to come back to us make these games and we'll help you like we'll essentially be a second party studio and making it Uh i mean that's kind of the story with bayonetta right because bayonetta one didn't sell as much as they Uh thought and then nintendo stepped in and produced two and three and then origins now so you know, they're like, all right, we'll, we'll we'll give you money for it. Whereas in this case, yeah, it was. It, I mean, that's, it was I a mean, similar thing, but it's, it was it's kind of it's kind of similar to to, to like uh, Xenoblade as well, because uh, what was it, Xenogears? Um, well, I guess they did. Well, they did Xenogears, but they like ran out of budget. But then they did uh, Xenosaga, and that was well. Actually, they did multiple Xenosagas, but still, they were trying to find their own like thing, and Nintendo kind of stepped in and and gave them money, and then and now they make Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin Four and whatever else. Splatoon three. Anything that is anything really. Yeah, well, 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 now, well, now they're like the muscles of Nintendo. They really, <laughs> it's, are. it's like uh, I uh, think they know how to build worlds better, like uh, like physical. Worlds. I feel like they're very good at tech. I mean, they're very uh-huh. technologically advanced. It seems like too. But what? But what did you? I mean, what did you like about uh sixteen? Here's what I like about it, and what makes me want to buy it. And I, there's a good chance I will. It's coming out like this Friday. All right, let me tell you. It's it's like a couple days away. One it's thing definitely close. worth mentioning is that it's one of the good Square demos. Oh, so you can Square carry it makes into the best the, demos. You can carry it into the game. You know, no matter what you want to say about Square Enix, they have the best demos where they carry over to the game. Like that's just not a thing that's that happens very often anywhere else, especially in our in our wheelhouse. But Square Enix always has these great demo, these great demos, and um, yeah, it is a it, like you just said, it's a, a, a case of I can continue the game from the point that I left out. But caveat, it's only the first part of the game I played because they're like, well, here's the first part of the game, and that's where the story is, and that's what makes me want to play. The story is, how, you how know. Much? Whatever you, whatever I'm going to say it anyway. I know it might be cringy, but it's it feels like. How many hours do you get for the demo before it before it uh, eh, cuts you off? Is it like three hours. or four? It's not that much. It's not the drag. It's not the ultimate Dragon no. demo. That's eight hours. No, <laughs> it's not like the that. Was the be- that was the behemoth of, of of demos was Dragon Quest? No, Quest that was. I mean, I bought. I was going to buy that game anyway, but yeah, that game. I mean, that demo sold me. Yeah, still one of the best uh, RPGs on the Switch. Um, for sure no i wouldn't say that it's just a couple hours but the story is and you know like i said already whatever i the risk of being cringy it reminds me of something like (laughs) is his name claude the the, the dude in there yeah his name's claude his stupid name which is or no it's a clive clive okay claude was actually a character from one of the direct Mm -hmm. games yeah it's clive which is like i said it's just olive with a hole in the, the side of the o but uh that's true. No, Clive is a yeah. He's the main character, but um, what was I going with this? Oh, so Clive is uh the oldest son, but he's not the one who's blessed with the phoenix, and the phoenix is my family. 
And the one who ended up getting blessed with the phoenix was the youngest son who is really sickly. So anyway, like I'm saying, it reminds me a lot of Game of Thrones and it's uh Oh sure. That was the cringy part. It reminds me a lot of Game of Thrones in the sense that it's uh <laughs> well cringy that I'm saying it, not that it's actually cringy. There's a lot of familial stuff going on with this game and like uh and like uh who people's roles are based on just who they are, their family, and then, you know, the main characters already kind of being like why does it matter? Why does like why are we the chosen ones? It doesn't seem fair. We're the ones that get the blessing of the Phoenix, but like even within our family, like you don't know who's gonna get that blessing. It's just gonna be someone each generation, someone within that generation randomly gets it. And uh that's a really like strong plot point from the beginning and you just end up being like by the end of the demo, I was just like, I hate you, I love you. Fuck you, fuck you. You know, I had certain feelings about characters and also just was kind of like, I'm not going to lie, devastated about certain things that happened. And I'd only played it for a couple hours. So I will tell you, it's um, it's a strong story and it's not, for the faint of heart, you know, it's it's um, it's very dark. But it's like Game of Thrones, like in the sense of like, you don't know who who's going to stick around. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know next. who's going to drop. Who's going to drop next? Or exactly. And I think that if it, if there's anything about the opening part of the game that would make me think that it's setting a precedent for the rest of the game, it's that. Yeah. Like they're really kind of like teaching you that everybody's Aerith. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I uh, actually I read an article somewhere uh, that said uh, I read an article that said that actually that the that Final Fantasy 16 was heavily influenced not just by Game of Thrones, but also, final, uh, but also Dragon Quest V, just because of uh, it's supposed to go through like the entirety of the person's lifespan mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So, because Dragon Quest V is considered by many to be the best Dragon Quest game, it is incredibly good, and there's there was a movie made about it as well that was good, I thought. Uh, but like but Dragon Quest Five, you actually start off as being born, even like your character is born, mm. like you know, like you see your your mother giving birth to you, or whatever, and you go through your entire life, and it's and it has like a lot of darkness to it, like some really cool darkness to it. Like you have kids, but you basically get frozen as a statue for a certain amount of time, to where you don't get to actually see your kids grow up. Well, you do, but you can't do anything because you're this stone statue or whatever. And then later, your kids save you later. But it's but it yeah. But it goes through your basically your entire life of this character, and uh, I thought it was done really well. And they said that it, that that this game was influenced by that. So cool, because you know, I think that the opening cinematics are very much like well, I'm calling it the opening cinematics, but the first couple hours of gameplay really are setting a yeah setting a scene for something very much like a. Very gang like oh, think about Arya from Game of Thrones. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think yeah. about Arya. We did. We did a. We did podcasts about it on uh, how is it now or Drunk Monday or whatever we called it at the time. I think if I was going to compare the, the that ending the was main character off. Clive, those, those, those last two seasons were god awful. But if I was going to pair Clive to anybody, <laughs> but everybody, Game of everybody Thrones, would say that be Arya. Yeah. I think that's kind of who. If you were just going to directly be like, what character are you like the most like? It'd be like Arya combined with Jon Snow. 
but sure. more like Arya. Yeah, I would say as long as it doesn't have uh, dragons randomly burning chairs for no reason. There's also no chairs in the game because the dragons burn them all before the game even starts. So you well, don't even have to actually see. Well, it you happen. know the end of the the end of the show where it's like I'm just gonna burn yeah. I'm just gonna burn this throne. Wait, why? Okay, whatever. Yeah, that game that, that show got really dumb in those last two seasons, and all of a sudden everything was really close to each other. All of a sudden, like all of Westeros. Oh, everybody fast traveled. Was, was yeah. the was the size of a uh, champagne or something? Yep. The whole the, like, it became fast traveling and all. I made jokes about that I, I, at, at my old uh, at my old bar job. I was like, you know, they just they just learned Zoom. That's what it's called in Dragon Quest. That's how you warp is the Zoom Zoom spell. It's just they just learn, learn Zoom and they can just go from one thing to another, just like that. But I will say, like um, the the actual battles are fun, but there's obviously like different kinds of battles depending on like the importance of the enemy, not just like whether it's a boss or not, but you know, what type of enemy and stuff. So. I am interested to see how that's going to play out in the game. And, uh, yeah, the boss battle, there, there is at least two extremely epic boss battles just in the demo that I played that were, like, almost too epic, if that makes sense. Like, maybe a little bit too, like, flashy where I'm like, okay, well, I, I still understand the gameplay and all that, but you're kind of like, you keep throwing these variation QTE type things at me. Oh, they got QTEs in there, too? Kind of. Kind of, but I still think it's like stat based, like how it works out and stuff. But um, I mean, there's cute. I mean, there's QTs all over the place in, in Yakuza Zero, so I, I have nowhere to talk. But that's just part, it's just part of it. Ultimately, ultimately, <laughs> I mean, I mean that, like I mean, that game came out in 2017. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested here, in it more but, than any yeah. Final Fantasy game since well, 15. And you I have you have that like. one too. <laughs> well, I do own it, and I didn't really care for it. Maybe I'll go back to it at some point in time, but I played it more than you did. But I, just, I once they added all the, the DLC story stuff, I was just confused. It's extremely compelling, and I want to know what happens next in the story. So I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering how long That's it's going to end up being in the end. I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, it's coming out in a couple of days, so I'm going to watch trailers of it. You know, the other reason see, it's see a lot like Game of Thrones is because it. it's super medieval. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. You're not going to be driving cars around. You got horses. It's so true. it's less. Uh, it's less like the regular. I mean, because well, cause you're not going to be pushing a car for a while. I mean, Final Fantasy. Well, Final Fantasy four through six, I would say, is like more steampunk yep. than anything, which I like. But it had like it still had so that, seven like, technology to it. Seven, and then seven was fuck. more like cyberpunk or something. But I guess so. Yeah, and then eight's like eight was eight was anime. <laughs> but I, but I kind of loved it. You're right. It's like straight up anime, and the nine's more like a uh, back to traditional nine's, fantasy nine's callback to the other yeah. ones. Yeah. And the ten's blitzball based. <laughs> well, well, ten they took the world map out of it. Yeah. So I just remember watching. Oh yeah, there's no world map in this one. I yeah. just remember watching Hickman play it, and it just looked like the most frustrating game ever because he was just running around towards the camera, and then it was like. Glass break, next fight. <laughs> Near as like, I can tell, they took the world. There's no world map in this one, yeah. so um, that might also be something that turns some people off. Sure, but yeah, no, I'm interested to. I'm interested to see if you if you get it or not, or if you pick it up. You know, because uh, well, as far it, as next gen games go, because there are a lot like, of other first time great PlayStation games that you could get, like Resident Evil Four Remake. You could get that game, which is supposed to be really awesome. Yeah, this is one of the first times I have to be like, I can buy cutting edge game when it first comes out i guess the last time i had that opportunity was with grand theft auto 
five and that was on the 360 this fucking old ass system that i had it <laughs> was one of the it was a swan it. song yeah and then they, they do keep and it it's on ps5 now mm-hmm. <laughs> it just released fact, it over I and over and over I, again might have it on ps5 it's probably it probably rolled i can't over, remember right? if i ever bought it for ps4 or not yeah no i'm i'm interested i'm interested if you'll uh, if you pick it up or not in the end yeah. But I, I'm I'm interested to see what people think of it actually as well. I mean, it's I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna buy it. Like I I would have to get a PS5 to get it, but also I don't care really about it. <laughs> it doesn't really intrigue me. But I, I want to see. I want to hear somebody. You know, if you end up getting it, I, I want to hear you try to convince me that it's that it's good. Sure. So, you know, I won't sort of do thing. that if it's bad. I'm sure you won't, but I'm I'm curious to see how people defend it. Like if mm. they do like it, you know, like what is what is it that makes it good? So far, if I was going to say one thing, it'd be the story. But anything can have a good story. I do, I do like, like I do here. like good stories. I've said that many a times on here. Like the, I feel like the battles are going kind of out of their way to be super epic and cool, which is great. But it's like Bayonetta. Like. But if everything is epic, is too epic. Then exactly. Then nothing is epic, right? It's like Bayonetta. Because you got to build like... up. Well, it actually kind of reminded me of Bayonetta when you were saying that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, like the first level, you're like running over fucking toppled skyscrapers or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of like, all right, this is super, super over the top. But nothing's really going to outdo that. It's just going to be kind of stupid through the whole thing. And, you know, which, you Bayonetta, which Bayonetta was fun. It. Like, it was fun, but it was kind of like, I don't know. At that point, like, you know, level thing. three, you could be running across exploding planes and then, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just not going to surprise you if it's like that early on. So, yeah, this in this case, like, I don't know how it could surprise me with the visuals, but that's okay. I'm really looking for, like, it really left me at a cliffhanger on the story. And that's the first part. So the second part, once you beat the first part, it's like, now you can play the second part. And yeah, I think I mentioned earlier, it's... Now we're going to give you more stuff to play around with so you get a better idea of what, like, the gameplay is like. But it actually does put you further along in the story, and you're like, I don't know. It, it's like a minor spoiler, I think, to the story of what happens after the end of the first part of the demo. But at the same time, like, I don't know if there's a big space in the middle there or if I'm actually going to get some more story filling in the middle part. I hope that a middle part explains why there's no black people in this game. <laughs> I didn't see any black people. No, I mean you heard about that, right? That was a whole mm-hmm. thing where they said uh no, specifically uh they were asked in an interview why there was not any diversity in their games and they came out with this really stupid answer about how about it's based on an older old European country that doesn't have black people in it and I was like Jesus Christ. I was like, wait, what? Why would you even do that? <laughs> I was like, wait, like where? Like black people are everywhere. Like seriously. Like they, I thought you were gonna say it was like are you based saying, off are you of saying like, there's no black people in Europe the way like Japan come on. is or something <laughs> like that. Like you're gonna give some sort of like contemporary example that no, they kinda made sense. Yeah, the, no, they did they said some some shit that oh that God, seemed really stupid. like was really toxic that yeah, that they're like, Oh no, this is this is based on I mean, this European Barrett. country where there's Barrett. no where there's no where there's no <laughs> black people there and it's like Everybody's kind of like, wait, wait, but black people are, there are peop- black people all over the place. Is Barrett in, in the place only in one? Europe, like, whatever. No, but, the, well, I'm sure this one in particular is very white. It's just kind of like. I'm just saying, though, I can't think of anyone why? besides Barrett. Yeah. That's not white. I mean, but there's, you know, there's all sorts of different races in Tears of the Kingdom. It's like, why, but why would you say that? Just, just fucking just put different skin colored people in, in say, your game like why do, you, why do you need to make why do you need <laughs> to make a, need to why do you need to make an excuse about it so exactly 
but yeah, that was that was a whole thing. You don't need a backstory <laughs> to why people have different hues of skin colors. It doesn't matter. Just yeah, just put just put everybody in there. Yeah, it was weird. I guess we could just we could do some like really quick news stuff. News, 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 news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. I did want to mention. I was thinking about. I I've been thinking about it for mo- for weeks, months, whatever. Been thinking about AEW Fight Forever, and there's there's a lot of people missing from the game that I still haven't seen yet. A big one was um, the acclaimed or not have not been confirmed to be in the game, which we saw tonight. Anthony Bones, who's gay, which you saw, he is gay. Yeah, uh, Anthony Bones and Mac Max Caster not been confirmed for uh, AEW for Fight Forever. I was like, really? Like the acclaimed have been around for a while. And I'm surprised they're not in there. They're they're very popular, as you saw tonight. Like people went crazy for them, and they're not in there. Like uh, I just kind of made a list of people that I thought would be in there that aren't there. Like Tony Storm, Jamie Hader. Like Jamie Hader's very popular. She was the ladies' uh, world champion for a minute. Uh, she's not on there. The Gun Club. You saw the Gun Club fight the Hardys tonight. They're not. They're not confirmed on there. Uh, the the Guns or Ass Boys, as they chanted to them. Uh, <laughs> Austin and Colton Gunn. Willow Nightingale, uh, Sky Blue, you saw her wrestle tonight. She's not on the list. Jeff Jarrett, not on there either. A private party who were actually like AEW originals, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, not on there, which I'm surprised by that because they've been in th- there since the beginning. The Butcher and the Blade, uh, one of them was the guitarist for one of those metal bands, As I Lay Dying. Is that it? One of those bands. He was, he was a guitarist and then he became a wrestler. Uh, they're still not on there. Um, Top Flight, Dante and Dar- Darius Martin. Uh, Claudio Castan- Castagnoli, I thought he would be on there. We saw him tonight. Uh, Wheeler Yuta. Evil Uno, Evil Uno, who has been pushing this game like crazy, <laughs> basically streaming it every Wednesday until it comes out. It's still not confirmed, which is weird. QT Marshall, uh, who's been a heel since the beginning. He was actually part of like that lady that came out and did like the bad rapping and all that that we couldn't hear because the, because the audio was fucked up. Luther and Serpentico, which are like great YouTube, uh, AEW stars, which I'm surprised they were originals too. I'm surprised they weren't on there. The house of black, uh, aside from Malachi black, buddy Matthews, Brody King and Julie Hart aren't on there either, which I was just kind of like, it's a lot of people. I know they're going to do DLC and all that, but I feel like there's a lot of people missing from the beginning. I don't know if we talked about it last week, but, the best Fire Emblem is probably out now for Game Boy Advance on Nintendo Switch Online. My favorite Fire Emblem, the first Fire Emblem, which I think is Fire Emblem 6 or something like that in Japan. But I'm going to try to play through it in its entirety if I have time. There's so many games out right now. So, Wait, so it's officially out on the Game Boy Advance? I think it should be out now. Okay. It should be out as we're speaking right now. The one with Ellie Wood and Lynn... Uh, it came out around the same time as the SP did, and I got yeah. it with the SP, and I loved it. Played the crap out of it, and I, think I, I almost own that one. I on almost beat physically. it physically. I have it physically too. I almost beat it on Wii U, but I fucked up, and I didn't buy new weapons. And there's weapon de- degradation in the game, and my weapons broke, and I couldn't beat it. So I got almost. I got to like the second to last chapter, so I feel like I need to go through it and beat the whole thing. Um, it was Curse of the Podcast last week. Uh, Suda51 had an announcement like right after we stopped recording saying that Shadow of the Damned is like the remaster that they're doing. And it's and they said it's probably coming to all the current platforms. That sounds like it's just a Suda51 way, Suda way to say that. Just be like, nah, yeah, probably. It'll probably be on there. Let's see. What else do we have? Oh, yeah. Botan Kaidos got a official release date. It's coming out September 14th. 
and uh, they they had like a two minute trailer that I watched that uh, that showed you a whole bunch of different things. Now uh, you can speed up the game like three or four times. Uh, you can turn off uh, random encounters like whenever you want, like stuff like that. There's a lot of like uh, quality of life things in there, which I'm excited. I'm excited to play those games again because, as I said, I am a GameCube fan, and uh, any re-release GameCube game I'm into because. GameCube is one of my favorite. Because it happened in the year two thousand two. Listen to our 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 Patreon where we talk about our favorite Nintendo systems. But GameCube's up there for me. It's definitely in my top five favorite systems of all time. And I think that's I think that's good for that. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to us uh, to Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I, I forgot to mention that I put something on my bingo card. Just as like a total hail hail mary on there that I thought would be really cool, and it actually works in with what our next couple episodes might be. Uh, on my bingo card, I put a little game called Full Quiet, which is a Resident Evil uh, style survival horror game on NES that was made by Retrotainment. If you remember that, they've talked about it to us. Anyway, it's coming out. I think it's coming out the first week of July. Uh, I we may or may not have a code for it anyway we're, we're i'm hoping to get something going where we can talk to somebody about that when it happens so i thought it would be really rad to see them on a direct like to see 8-bit legit on there like they've you know we've done a lot of uh interviews with them but it would be pretty cool to see and full quiet like they've been talking about that since the first time we ever talked to them at mgc like on the floor you know which was like what four or five what four or five years ago or something like that yeah so I've heard good things about this game that it feels modern in spite of what it's. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm into. I want to see uh, like a Resident Evil style game done on an NES. So, very excited to play that. I can't really give any details of it yet, but that that's uh, that was something I wanted to. Hopefully, we'll have that in the next couple weeks. But yeah, uh, thanks so much for listening to us. And if you want to hear more of our episodes or donate to the sh- uh, you know support the show, go to patreoncom podcast. And now we have a. Now you can get a seven day trial on the five dollar level. Uh, I double checked to make sure it was there. You can get it. You can get a week of of the five dollar level for free. So you can hear the WART radios and watch the videos and listen to all of our bonus expansion pack episodes and all that stuff and just try it out and see what you think. It's Maybe cool. if there's anyone out there that actually does that and you know crams all the episodes in in that space of time in that free week, Go let us it. know. Give we want to hear about it. Go for it. Give it a try. Oh, uh, oh man. I hold on. We should let's just do this real quick before we go. I totally forgot that I that I put up community stuff on Facebook that we got responses for. How is the also, Nintendo main community doing? Um, did they have any responses this week? <laughs> I was gonna say another place you can find us at is on Facebook. We have a Nintendo main podcast community group. And uh, I, because we had a big direct coming up, I, I put up my regular question uh, where, you know, what's anybody's prediction and uh, what game will you uh, insta-buy if it shadow drops tomorrow? And the answer for that for me, obviously, was Pikmin 1 and 2. But I put a picture of Metroid Prime 2 on there because I was really hoping for Metroid Prime 2 remastered to come up. But um, Simon responded and said... I have a feeling that it's going to focus a lot on Pikmin and everybody want to switch. We got one of those right. Uh, not getting my hopes up too much. I would love for the Metal Gear Trilogy announcement. For it. I would I would love 
for the Metal Gear Trilogy announcement for Switch, which did happen. Did happen. Still got hopes for the port of F-Zero or other GameCube games, which we got Pikmin 1 and 2, so we got some GameCube in there. As for Stealth Drop, Instabuy, Wind Waker Remaster, which still hasn't happened yet. And I I mentioned that, of course, Pikmin 1 and 2 is mine. Hutch said as well, agree with Pikmin Focus, Shadow Drop Pickup is Final Fantasy Thirteen Trilogy. I know Hutch is a fan of... uh, of those games. I guess they got better by like two or three or whatever. Uh, Dark Souls 2, two or three, Bloodborne or Elden Ring. I know, Dream On, right? Uh, <laughs> Bloodborne would be fucking rad. None on, none on my self-imposed list, but so many more RPGs. Well, this is responding after it actually happened. None on my self-imposed uh, list, but so many more RPGs to add to my life's not long enough to play them all pile. Even though I think you could get through Super Mario RPG pretty quickly. Uh, special shout out to Gloomhaven. I have the tabletop version, and the next 90-ish days can't pass fast enough. All right, well, Hutch is into Gloomhaven, so that makes it a little bit higher on the, on the list there. So, I mean, yeah, I, I really I really didn't know much about it, and it kind of just like was like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, thanks everybody to, for responding on that, and if you want to... Respond to our weekly questions and all that. Go to Nintendo Main community page on Facebook. Also, you can find Jeremy and I at Nintendo underscore domain and at JMX Deck. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, I need to put some more stuff up on there because I think we have... I don't know. There's, apparently, they're changing things around where we can maybe get some dough from that or something. Uh, yeah, you can find that on there. Um, but yeah, that's been our episode... 376. Uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mukowski. John Nitter. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya, punk. put at the end and it'll be funny that you just won't say anything for an hour and then you'll just sign off at the end that's what i did last week and i think it'll be funny just people just think that you were just quiet and then you're just like here's my name so here say it
I've been sitting here this whole time, just perfectly quiet. And now I'm back to say my name, John Nitter. There you go. Yeah, no. That's yeah. not sus at all. <laughs>